0: It's a giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and T-Bone.
1: Big Husky
0: kiss.
2: The next event we have, I'm workshopping the name, but I think it's going to be called Man and Bone Hang With Trash. That's exactly this, what this I am. This show is Man and Bone is Trash. That's
0: right. Produced by <laughs> Panama <laughs> Ted. Too hot. And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubblegum. for what? Cracks and gaps. re Yeah. your ear hole blue. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Football Friday. Welcome
2: in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Oh, I'm ready. Oh, yeah, you baby. You know, let me tell you something. I have been really going back to spring ball. Very uh, apprehensive about what this Buckeye team is going to be. Is the defense going to be Good enough. You know, all the offseason conversation we had last year about this could be top five. I don't even care. Look, I'd love to have top five. You know what else I'd love to have? Something that's not a sieve in big games. Right. That yeah. ma- it makes, you know, Michigan quarterbacks who can't throw down the field look like they're Joe Montana all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. But I woke up this morning in a better mood. Game day's tomorrow. I'm optimistic now. About the season about everything. tomorrow? Everything. Well, okay. th- tom- they're going to win tomorrow. Well, Stop. I, 30, 30 points. If, I they don't, know. if they don't win tomorrow, then let me tell you something. All you people uh, out there, you better cancel your Labor Day plans. Whatever you have. Cookout, family, grandma's dead. And you better be here 3 o'clock on Monday. Because that'll be I, the last show we ever do. To be clear,
3: I assumed you were being optimistic about the win. Yes. I'm saying when you say optimistic, are you saying I am feeling like everything's going to be good? Yes. Okay.
2: I think we're going to see an offense that looks better than we expect. I think Cal McCord's going to come out there and surprise me and make more than just routine throws. I think the defense will show improvement, and I think this team wins by 40 points tomorrow. Done! Oh, wow. Done! Are we taking that to the bank? Yeah, you know what? Take it to the bank. It's done. He's just a common man. Wow. Okay. And take it, too, because I rarely get optimistic like this. As you know me. Mm. Glass is always half empty, but today, yeah, I don't know if it's the the sweatpants I'm wearing, the fact that it's football Friday, the fact that I watched Nebraska do what Nebraska does <laughs> last night. Hey, Unbelievable. You don't, you know what? You don't have to have Scott Frost to I'll be, you, to be frosty. I don't. What a once proud franchise that was, franchise school. You know what I, I mean? I know what you mean. Where you had a fan base that. That expected excellence and more often than not, got it. Well, yeah. All those fans are dead now. Oh now, yeah. now you have a new generation of fans that have no idea what it's like to be relevant, and they have no idea what it's like to actually win a close game. It's you can set your watch to it. It's almost when you think they're going to do it. Big road victory to start the season. This is a new Matt Rule led football team. It's like the rising head of Scott Frost. <laughs> Rose above the horizon, mm. just staring at you like a big sun. And then you get a miracle touchdown catch. You get a field goal, and Nebraska goes home 0-1 like they always do.
3: I'll tell you, if I were... Uh, I, I know they won't because they obviously want the football team to be successful, but if I were a women's volleyball player in Nebraska, I would have... Tweeted, I would have typed out and deleted about a dozen times volleyball school on my personal Twitter account and then deleted it and be like, no, 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 I can't post that. You got 90,000 people coming out for volleyball, man. 92,000. 92,000. Yeah. Set a world record for attendance for a women's sporting event. If the football team at Nebraska was any good, do you know how insane they would be? All that Rule has to do this year, and again, this looks like much more of an uphill battle after last night, he wins eight or nine games he'll get a contract for life. You know what I mean? Like, back when they fired Bo Pelini, you win nine games, that's not good enough for Nebraska. Now, if he could win nine games this year, something like that, they'll give him a contract for life. That's how desperate they are to see a winner. That's how, into their sports team they still are. They're looking for anything that they can grasp onto. That football team continues to
2: just yank the football it's away almost right at the last minute. You're just waiting for it, right? Terrible. Even that last drive where it's like, oh, they're going to drive down the field, they're going to win this game. Yeah. Interception. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh that I was talking with Chops about that and he was spot on. He was like, I knew there was going to be a pick at the end of that game. Well, it's right. Everybody knew. The, but that's I could understand that last year. This year like, nah, man, it's different. It's you got different guys, you got Matt Rule there. man. Eh, maybe it's different. Nope. Not it's they haven't gotten rid of the bad juju yet. Maybe they will at some point. Maybe they'll figure that out. But yeah,
2: it's so far it's oh for with Nebraska to start the season. That's not good. So I watched that. I watched the Urban Meyer Bowl, Utah and Florida. I know some of you could not watch it because of Spectrum, Ugh, where which ESPN went dark. I feel, I feel dark. for you. that's that's Well, sucks. I feel for you because it was right there. I mean, the kickoff was coming up. Yeah. You, and you're, you're excited to watch there. this. This is the game mm-hmm. of the of the night. You know, you had the Big Ten game on Fox. No, but, but you
3: have a, a top 15 team in Utah you talking, taking on a big SEC opponent. Right. Utah can realistically win that conference. Oh sure, yeah. Whatever's left of it, right? I mean, it, yeah, they have they have to go through USC, obviously. But yeah, this this was a game that I had circled. I was excited to watch, and then I flipped it on. And Florida, I thought, would hang with Utah a little better than they did. They had so many shoot themselves in the foot moments, you man. so many times, just they're terrible. The ball on the turf, just can't do anything. Ter-
2: Billy Napier should go,
3: just pack
4: up his. Well, they're all
3: they're already won him fire after one game. I mean. That he will be. I will be shocked if he's not fired before November. Like I, I think they're going to have a couple more embarrassments well, in them again. We, we that's talked not about a good, it.
2: dude. I I thought they'd be better. They're not a good they football to, team. No, they have to be better. You know, we talked about it just a couple weeks ago that you know Anthony Richardson was on that team last year. You're talking about a first round pick that's going to start yeah for an NFL team in a few days. And that team couldn't crack five hundred. They're six and they were six and six last year. You're right, or, or six and seven,
3: something like that. Yeah, they were awful. So I don't know what the expectations are of Florida. It's not this, and I know it's one game. Utah's a good team. Maybe they go out and yeah, but they're a good team without their quarterback that everybody likes. Exactly. I'm saying they were they were rotating in guys. Now uh the rest of Florida's schedule for what it's worth. Here's the let's see if let's see if they get to November. I just want to bring you a couple games here. All right. They play McNeese State at home, win. Okay. Then uh Tennessee. Loss. I don't yeah. care where it is. Yeah.
2: That
3: could uh, be in the swamp, the actual swamp. Then they lose. then they, they play Charlotte, might get to two and two. I'll right. tell you this right now. They'll go at Kentucky. I bet they lose that game. They've they've had if trouble teams from last night showed up? Yeah. They yeah. lose that game if that's how they play. Then they play Vanderbilt. Maybe they get that one at South Carolina could be a loss. Mm -hmm. And then the last game of October against the uh, two time champs, Georgia. So uh, great. Large world's largest cocktail party. All that. That might be the send off for Billy Napier right there. That's that's brutal. I know we're talking one game. You can say this is an overreaction. It's not last year. No, it's not an overreaction. They're, They're already off to an awful start. You can't start like that. No. not coming off of last year. And I'm not saying that they should have beat Utah, but they should have not looked inept the entire game. That's the part that they just looked why, like they couldn't do anything. Why can't you say they should beat Utah? Well, this is I'm,
2: this is year 2 of Billy Napier.
3: My right? point is that Florida last year was not very good, so to assume they're gonna take a massive leap in year two is not necessarily All the right. case. Well
2: here's my question though.
3: But if they had lost on like a field goal or late in the game and they were trading punches, they didn't there was no trading punches. Utah just kind of stood around and occasionally like jabbed them and they fell over and urinated on themselves. Yes. That's what they did. They were awful last
2: night. Maybe they're talking about this on Gainesville Sports Radio today, but why in the hell does a program like Florida have just reject big 10 quarterbacks right Right. where dude i I mertz and jack miller and this is what they get i don't know man it's hard to say you just shrug your shoulders and say wow what are you gonna do i mean what are you gonna do you're the florida gators yeah
3: it's i i don't i don't have an answer for you on that man i do not i cannot explain that i've got something else i can't explain either what that nebraska minnesota game The graphics that they're putting up on the screen. Dude, we had people. I had Sean, Sean tweeted us, among others, who said, I can't look at this logo. If you didn't see it, Nebraska, Minnesota, they have the little bar at the bottom with the score, their school names, the timeouts, all that stuff. The logos are on there, and they're turned at like a crooked angle. Yeah. To kind of look like, oh, man, we just stamped this on your screen. Oh, that's cool. Graphic design <laughs> it's like, is my passion. Christ, it's like 92. Like yeah. 1992 someone that's did this. It, it does, yeah. It, it looks awful. And it looks off-center and crooked. And so people are like, I can't look at this. This is detracting. It's it's not like they pop it up going into commercial break no, it's all like time. This. It's on there the entire time. It looks terrible. Why would you do this? I I, it was one of the most distracting things of the night. More football news. That and the fact that ESPN was just not available for half the country. That
2: also was kind of distracting. The ACC votes to invite Stanford, Cal, and SMU. So it'll be done. Those schools will join. The ACC, at least for the moment, staves off relevance. You and I were joking about this before the show. Notre Dame's got themselves quite a deal. Oh, they do. Because they can just pop in. Hey, we're talking about the playoffs. Notre Dame's here. Yep. We got we got 10 FBS conference presidents, and look, here's Notre Dame. Notre Dame voted in this. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame isn't even a real member of the ACC, and yet they have voting power in the ACC. They're throwing their weight around even though they're not really there, and yeah. it's just allowed.
3: I saw this because it said that the ACC, the, the article I saw said the ACC will move to 18 teams with the addition of these three schools, and I'm like, wait a second. Most conferences have an even number of teams. Last I checked, who's the 15th member? of the, And then it dawned on me. I'm like, oh, God, are they saying Notre Dame? They're counting Notre Dame as a member because for all the other sports they are. But I did not realize when it came to why, why are they realigning, Mike? Why is Stanford and Cal leaving the Pac-12? Why is the Pac-12 dissolving in the first place? Is it because of gymnastics? Is it because of field hockey? No, it's because of football. This is a football thing. That's what this is all about. Realignment is about football and the TV dollars associated with it. Yeah, Notre Dame's not in a, the ACC as a football member yet. They can vote on essentially a football move by this conference. I find that to be shocking. I don't know how they've arranged that, but they did.
2: Got the live baseball today. Double dip at Great American Ballpark. Cubs up three-one on the Reds. Bottom seven game one. Lots of blue shirts at Great American Ballpark today as I told you there would be. You know what else is up? There's a lot of empty seats There's too a out lot there empty in the bleachers, seats. man. i well, tell you Well, it's doubleheader. They're, they're Fair enough. You're right. Trickling in. They're dick trickling in.
3: Yeah, because that's, again, I'm not judging the Reds fans for that. I am saying for all these Cubs fans who are like, ah, go for the Cubs, whatever. Ah. Take the whole day off, loser. Get there. I like two that, games. I like that sound. I go... When, when when my Mets played up in Cleveland a few years ago, and they had a like a three-game series, I went for all three games. I wanted you. to see my team. What a
2: fan you are.
3: I'm just saying, Cubs fans, you're real fans, go to the Double Dip. It's yep. right there for
2: you. Tomorrow is a big moment for the Degenerates. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
1: Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the View Browns Backers.
5: Friday of a holiday weekend, and the roads aren't bad at all. Just a couple issues. 71 northbound before 3.15, there's an accident on the right berm, and you are delayed back from one hundred four. And you're going to be tapping the brakes a little bit more. 71 northbound between 6.70 and seventeenth. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour it has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day, so head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dine and only, drink responsibly. I'm Stacey J for 97.1 The Fan Traffic.
0: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's.
5: Mix
1: things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Does excessive amounts of Prozac make your sack droop down to your knees? Asking for a friend. My friend's name is Mike. Back to droopy sack and T-bone.
2: Football Friday. Let me tell you what's going on. Saturday showcase. T-Bone previews up all the big games, and I sit here like an idiot. That is coming up at 3.34. Tool of the Week at 5.34. Send in your Twitter tools now, at Bone 971 You can also text the burner phone, 614-787-3093. Uh, what was I going to say to you? Oh, tomorrow is a, is a big day. Obviously, it's the first day of the Buckeye football schedule, so that's big. But you know what else it is? It is the first time in this state we can legally wager on an Ohio State football game. That's right. Because the game against Georgia was New Year's Eve. That's right. We we talked about how, you know, if the game ran late, maybe past midnight, January 1st, when all this stuff takes effect, maybe you place some money on it. But it didn't. And we couldn't. But tomorrow is going to be the first day. Uh, Yeah. Sadly, I remember that. Because I remember the field goal that
3: wasn't, I believe, kicked right at like zeros on the clock for 2022. Yeah. I think it was like, Happy New Year. And the, no, 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 zeros for 2022. Start of 2023. Right. It was like, it was like three, two, one, kick. Happy New Year. And the season's over. Mm -hmm. Like that was all. That was it. Good way to start the year. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, this is, this is a big deal. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the fact that, You know, all of college football. Last night, I got the YouTube TV. Must be nice. I don't know. It's just what I have. But I had the four games going. That must be nice. They have... That's just... I didn't pay anything. It's just what they have. It's a quad. I'm sure they'll start charging extra for it. If you want to keep this, pay us more. But it was nice to be able to watch four games at once. And then I thought, oh my God, the gambling possibilities. Mm -hmm. Oh my Lord. And now you can throw an Ohio State game in that mix. Oh, it's just going to be... Yeah, man, it's going to be pandemonium. Let alone when we've got all the NFL action going too. This is the first full football season of gambling in the state of Ohio for sports betting, and uh, I don't know if I'm ready. I got to be honest. Where's the best place to gamble in the state of Ohio, Bone? Well, Mike, we go to the Hollywood Casino Sportsbook. That's right.
2: Yeah, right there. It'll be jam packed tomorrow. Three thirty is the game time. You can watch the game. You can bet on the game. You can do whatever the hell you want, including Mm. playing bocce ball in the parking lot. That's right. If I say it enough, it it has to happen. <laughs> Must be twenty one or older gambling problem called one eight hundred gambler.
3: If I'm not mistaken, Rothman is doing his show the pre is that pregame tailgate. or tailgate? tailgate? Tailgate show with Rothman. That he will be out there live for that. Yes. There is also a watch party out there as well, so plenty Roth- of opportunities for starts you to hang at, out
2: at what, noon? I believe so. Because be right. pregame starts at ten. Ten AM. Rothman's at noon. Yeah. Then kick is 3.30. Um, Teddy is the the betting guru on this show. Yes. You're putting money on everything. I had
3: a little action on uh, Nebraska last night getting five and a half. Thank you very much. Oh, hey. Nice. That's good. You took the five and a half. Yeah. So you did all right. That's right. Because they lost, but not by five and a half. That's Nebraska. So (laughs) what's your read on tomorrow? 30-point favorites. Yeah, Buckeye's big. Cover? Lay them. Yeah. I hope so. I I by the way I hope the controversy at quarterback tomorrow is like I don't know which one annihilated Indiana more. I, that like that I would enjoy a discussion about next week. I am hopeful that at the very least we get someone next week at the quarterback position who it's it's one game but hopefully we get someone where we go, you know "Oh yeah, that's the guy now. I see it. That makes a lot of sense." You know
2: what I don't understand though? I was talking to somebody just this morning about this. And they were saying, "Man, I really hope that you know Kyle McCord sucks and Devin Brown comes in and shows him what it's like." <laughs> and it's like, "All right, I guess if you're a me- if you're a member of the Devin Brown family, you know, sure, sure I, I get that. But as a Buckeye fan, you know what I want? Awesome! I want and whoever's the I best don't, one. Right, I don't care who gives it to me. I don't. I don't care if Kyle McCord is awesome or if Devin Brown is awesome or for some reason Air Nolan drops from the sky." And he's awesome. Like, I don't care. All I want is someone who's great. Yeah. Whoever I, that happens to be, sign me up.
3: We joke about that all the time with our, you know, you with your White Sox, me with the Browns. There's been other examples of this, too, but people will say, oh, yeah, what if so-and-so did an awesome thing? Would you like him then? Yeah,
2: people would say that about Adam Dunn, because I hated Adam Dunn. Yeah. What if Adam Dunn hit you the game-winning home run in the seventh game of the World Series? Then I would love him. <laughs> That's what fault. are we talking about? <laughs> But he hasn't, and he won't. Right. But if he does, I'll love him. I'm very nervous about Kyle McCord. If Kyle McCord goes out tomorrow and throws six touchdown passes and 400 yards and looks great, then I'm going to say, wow, that's awesome. I'm excited to see more of that. Yeah. And I don't, by the way, if you're
3: a like fan who is just, I've become attached in this debate online to one or the other quarterback because I think I've got a read on it. I don't blame you for having those feelings, but just realize at the end of the day, I think you're going to be pretty happy with whoever it is. Now, if you're a former football coach who's trying to hang on with a dead end podcast, maybe you need to take a step back and reevaluate things. But otherwise, most people I think we get it, right? It makes a
2: lot of sense to just it, whoever's
0: good is right, going to do it. If you're a
2: fan, what is with this constant desire to be right? I don't know. Look, I'm scared as hell about this defense, the offensive line. Is Travion Henderson going to stay healthy? Is, is A running back going to stay healthy all season long? What type of quarterback are we going to have? All this stuff I'm nervous about. But I don't. I don't need to see that validated tomorrow. I hope I'm not. I hope I sit down, watch that game, and say, man, what was I worried about? I hope they go to Notre Dame and kill them. And I say, man, what was I worried about? There's no quest that I'm on to be right about any of this. I want to be wrong. I want to see our secondary look awesome tomorrow.
3: No, you know what? I I didn't see. I'm trying to remember who it was. I, I I read the quote this morning. I didn't see who said it. But they were talking. Interviews were happening with the Ohio State football team. One of the players on defense was asked about, hey, you know, big plays. That was a big thing last year. You know, what what are you guys doing about that he said oh well we're working really hard to limit those plays and we're working really hard and we've been this this is a big emphasis for us is to limit big plays and the reporter came back with a question something like well how will you know if that's fixed how how will you know he how goes, will you know hey, well, if that's fixed he said when we don't give up big plays <laughs> <laughs> right at some point what? it's like that's that's exactly that's the attitude i'm bringing into this buckeye season in 2023 Is like I will know the defense is fixed when I see it's fixed. I will know the quarterback is fixed, that we've settled on a good dude when we see a good dude making plays. I will know that the offensive line is good when we see a good offensive line. I'm not going into it predicting the offensive line is all better. I don't know. Maybe they replaced all the guys they lost. Maybe not. Maybe we don't have a quarterback, or maybe Kyle McCord's awesome. Right. Or maybe Devin Brown's awesome. Who cares? I'll know when someone, I see it. I need someone to be awesome. Yeah, and I know our job here. You have a lot of people who do this job who are like, let me tell you right now, I got the insight. It's this guy. Maybe it is. Maybe that guy's right. Maybe the people who do that, they are 60% right, 40% wrong, and you should go check them out. Mike and I have learned over the years, it doesn't matter. We can give you our opinions. I, on, I have no I, insight. I, have I think bones. this might happen. I hope this might happen. This might be what's going on based on what I'm seeing. But I'm not attached to this opinion when it comes to Ohio State football. If everything I've said about Kyle McCord, doubts I've had, questions I've had, if he goes out tomorrow and looks awesome, I'll say, glad up. to be wrong. Yeah. And if, if the defense goes out tomorrow and it's like, is this silver bullet defense that we used to see in the 90s? Great. Then I am I will eat every word I said this offseason about how I'm concerned about the defense. I hope it continues. Well, I, I hope it's not just one. I won't yet. No, but you know what I mean. Yes. I'm saying I will be glad to admit if they go out and do it all season Absolutely. long. I'll be glad to admit that I I may have not given Jim Knowles enough credit or I was maybe I shouldn't have been so skeptical. But I am skeptical right now. I am concerned. I hope those concerns are gone after
2: a few games this season. We have more college football tonight. We, of course, have college football tomorrow. We have college football on Sunday. We'll get you ready with the Saturday Showcase coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
1: Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers.
5: An earlier accident causing a little bit of a delay here. Westbound 670 after 4th. It's stop-and-go traffic from Leonard, and you're probably looking at about a two- to uh, three-minute backup in this area. Also, a slight delay in the areas of 71 southbound between 670 and 70, and 315 southbound between Kinnear and 3rd. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Feel confident in your pet's safety while experiencing the convenience of the Invisible Fence brand. It's more than a fence. Their patented technology is paired with professional training and hands-on support, so you have the assurance that they're safe within your yard. Visit InvisibleFence.com today to love the Invisible Fence brand. It's more than a fence. They're patented technologies paired with professional training and hands-on support. So you have the assurance that they're safe within your yard. Visit InvisibleFence.com today to learn more. I'm Stacey J for 97.1 The Fan Traffic.
6: Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, You won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.
0: Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time! This is Common Man and T-Bone football
2: friday common man and t-bone brought to you by the hinderer motor company saturday showcase coming up in mere moments tool of the week in the five o'clock hour. send in your twitter tools at man and bone 971 you can also text the burner phone 614-787-3093 uh it's called saturday showcase but we're gonna feature a game from tonight that's right uh, a couple games on saturday and one big game on sunday let's
0: do it Common Man and T Bone present Saturday Showcase,
1: sponsored by Roosters, a fun casual joint, and the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. It is Miami
2: versus Miami, the Miami Redhawks at the Miami Hurricanes, seven o'clock tonight on the ACC Network. Which means you'll have no way to really watch it. Oh, I, I can watch it now. I know, but I've... you don't have it on yours. I, I have sure it on I mine. do. I have to go find it. I have it
3: on mine, <laughs> yeah. and I don't have to find it because it just tells me where. it's I know it's at Teddy, same with me because we got the same thing we got must, the actual smart stuff <laughs> like nice. this guy over here the giant satellite dish in his yard still i don't know how you manage anyway. i get all
2: sorts of korean television
3: though <laughs> good, that's good what kind
2: of tv is that's that? good
3: <laughs> korean television korean television we all, all right. love yeah we watch that uh so miami uh let's just do this red hawks versus hurricanes that's how we're going to do this this segment uh let's talk about red hawks quarterback brett gabbert that's right brother of blaine gabbert yeah Fifth-year quarterback has 6,200 career passing yards, 45 touchdowns, and only 14 picks. Now, last year, injury plagued, but the year before that led the Mac in touchdown passes, passing efficiency, yards per pass attempt. Plus, he's going to face a Miami defense that ranked near the bottom of the ACC in yards allowed per play last year. So, maybe the Redhawks can move the football against the Canes. Question for the U, which Tyler Van Dyke do they get at quarterback? Van Dyke, similar type of thing. 2021 ACC Rookie of the Year, 293 passing yards per game, 25 touchdowns, 6 picks. Last year, not nearly as good. Battled through some injuries. How healthy is he? Supposedly all good now. So if that's the case, maybe that means good things for the Canes office and offense, that too. I like the Miami University Redhawks. I like them to stay within the 15 and a half points. So I'll say they keep it close. I do think the Canes probably win, but 15 and a half the line, I say I like to see Miami University keep it close and maybe
2: even pull off the upset. Uh, tomorrow, noon, Game shouldn't be that interesting, but there are some interesting storylines. East Carolina at number two, Michigan. This is on the Peacock. Uh,
3: yeah, so we're in this era, folks. It's happening. It will continue to happen. Your Buckeyes will be on a streamer at some point. Meat Chicken, though, starts off their season on Peacock. Uh, Also, Michigan will not have Jim Harbaugh for three games. This is the first of those three that he is uh, suspended for by the school for recruiting violations, self-imposed penalties stemming from NCAA violations. Also, Offensive Coordinator Sharon Moore will miss the game as well. J.J. McCarthy, the guy who everyone tells me is great, even though I don't think he can throw down the field, he is back. And that's really what should matter in this game, right? Their offense is loaded with talent from last year. Cornelius Johnson, uh, Roman Wilson, two of his best receivers, they're back from last year. Blake Corum, Donovan Edwards, at running back, that two-headed monster is also elite and going to be tough for anyone to deal with. I don't think East Carolina is going to do much in this game. Michigan probably wins this big. The line, for what it's worth, is 36 points that Michigan has to cover. I think they will.
2: Coach Prime and the Colorado Buffaloes hit the road. They go to Fort Worth at number 17 TCU. Big Nooner on Fox.
3: One of the most anticipated Colorado football games in decades, if not ever. I'm sure the home opener will also be as anticipated or higher for those Colorado fans, but Colorado, 51 transfers in this season, including 27 from power conference ranks, 10 from Sanders' previous stop at Jackson State. Only four position players projected to be returning players for this roster, most notably safety Trevor Woods. Now, there's a little extra drama in this one. I don't know if you saw this today. This just came out a few hours ago. Coach Prime was talking about his son, Shador Sanders, who will be starting at quarterback for the Buffaloes. Uh, He, of course, was quarterback at Jackson State, but started his career at FAU and at Florida Atlantic. He was playing for Willie Taggart. And Kendall Bryles, who is now the offensive coordinator at TCU, he was an assistant coach on that FAU staff with Willie Taggart. And apparently Deion Sanders said Shadur did not have a good time because of Kendall Bryles. He says, quote, Prime Coach Prime says, the coordinator we're playing against this week was there, and he didn't treat Shador kindly. So there's a lot of blood in that thing. There's a lot of bad blood in All that right. thing. Right. Meanwhile, TCU, of course, they were just in the college football championship game last year. Seems important. Uh, they did lose eight players to the NFL, including Max Duggan at quarterback. Well, they lost him. He's, he's not playing anymore. But uh, Chandler Morris takes over there for a Heisman Trophy finalist. We'll see how he does at quarterback. TCU did get plenty of transfers as well, though not as many as Colorado, who did. Three key players joined TCU from Bama, JoJo Earl, who's a receiver. Trey Sanders at running back and tackle Tommy Brockermeyer. They've also added transfers from LSU. They've got a lot of dudes that came in here, so we'll see if they're that good. TCU is a 20-and-a-half-point favorite. I do think TCU covers this. But it could be a little bit of a nasty game for a half, and
2: Colorado might be a little surprising. A lot of good thoughts, a lot of expectations for number 7 Penn State. They host West Virginia, 7.30 tomorrow night on NBC.
3: Yeah, less than 200 miles separate these two campuses, which might shock you to find out. though you know the last time they played on the gridiron at the same time? Hmm. Penn State, West Virginia, 200 miles away. Last time they played was 1992. 31 years since they've squared up, but now they will. Coach James Franklin gets 13 starters back from a team that went 11-2 last year. We do know the two losses were to the two best teams they played, so take that for what it's worth. Uh, But their running backs are great. Nicholas Singleton, uh, Katron Allen, both are back, along with linebacker Abdul Carter. Corners, Kalen King and and Chop Robinson. They're all, this is a good defense, man, and a good offense. Can Drew Aller, the sophomore quarterback that everyone thinks is the next big thing, can he live up to the hype? Is the big question here. Meanwhile, West Virginia, Neil Brown, he's on the hot seat. Five and seven start last year at West Virginia. That is not good. And now you have to go on the road to Penn State. Not ideal. I think Penn State wins this one and uh, wins it pretty handily.
2: We have football on Sunday, of course, because the NFL hasn't started yet. Number five LSU against number eight Florida State. This game is in Orlando, seven thirty on ABC.
3: Yes, and I'll tell you, this is a. Uh, Same matchup that played last year and it ended with Florida State beating LSU 24-23 when it blocked an extra point would have uh, tied the game late. So, you know, LSU looking for some revenge here. I do think they probably end up getting it. LSU is a very good team. Florida State had to go to the portal to get a lot of replacements this year as despite having a pretty good year last year. LSU didn't have to particularly go that route. They already had a pretty stacked couple of classes. That's at least one way to read it. The other way to read it is... Maybe Brian Kelly's an idiot, and he overvalues his team. I don't know. But in either case, time will tell as to how good that is uh, and how good this LSU team can be. But I do think they start off a little bit better than Florida State, and I think they get it done and win this game. They are two-point favorites in the game. I would lay the two points. I think LSU wins by more than a field goal, so there you go.
2: All right, cheap tickets. You ready? Yeah, let's this do it. This is uh, week one. Oh, I bet there's
3: some where you are paid to go if you want it to be because are there any under a dollar?
2: Well, hold on. I, I can't get under a dollar. Oh, okay, well that's fine. I mean, here's what I got: South Alabama at number 24, Tulane. Oh, two bucks. All right. If you want to see ranked Tulane? Two dollars. Toledo at Illinois, five bucks. There you go. For that, uh, a- Alabama A and M against Vandy, three dollars. Yeah. You know what? I would go just to go to Nashville. That'd be. That's at Vandy, right? Yes. That's not that's not a bad campus. Southeast Louisiana at Mississippi State three dollars mm. for that uh mercer and number 22 old miss four dollars northern illinois and boston college four dollars and you know what surprised me the i guess it shouldn't the miami miami game tonight five bucks yeah well it's it's in
3: my it's in florida right yeah yeah, yeah that's hard rock why. stadium that's why Welcome to one of the worst college football fan bases of all time. We want to tell you how great they are and how much they love their team, except no one goes to the
2: games. Fair enough. All right, we're gonna. I was gonna say we're gonna do something. Uh, We're going to talk about NFL-themed slot machines and Joe Burrow's status for Week One. Coming up next, Colin Man and T Bone on the Fan.
1: Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers
5: road's heating up a little bit with delays building 33 eastbound between 270 and Ebright. That's about a five-minute delay in this area. Also, you are slowing 71 northbound between 670 and 11th. And it's the Greek Festival happening right now on high at Goodale. So watch out for increased traffic and people walking around the area. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for Happy Hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dine and only, drink responsibly. I'm Stacey J for 97.1, the Fan Track.
0: Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T Bone. Football Friday.
2: It's also Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. You can also text the burner phone, 614 787 nine three by the way man
3: i forgot to tell you this i had multiple people in the running community reach out to me yesterday after you you hinted about someday possibly doing a 5k with me i'll i'll i'm not gonna possibly do i'll do it you'll with do you. it for real yes for real i had multiple people who were like have him come to this one have him come to that one it, it's a highly anticipated thing if you were to make your debut in the uh i'm gonna make my debut okay i mean i'm not gonna run a lot that's fine, but we'll 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 do a run walk, Mike, we'll and it has a little it has a to be brisky brisk. I got plenty of options for you. You tell me, you tell me when and where. But I'm I'm telling you, I had people like hitting me up, like make please tell them about mine. Tell them about mine. Come to this one. Come okay. to that one. All so right. I'll get you there. I'll get you. We'll find you know, something. I'll
2: go to the highest bidder. <laughs> <You just laughs> pay pay me. I'll come. <laughs> no, no, no. You just pick one that you think that I'll enjoy. I want you to hang out with I'll me. Talk, though you know, I'll talk to uh, our buddy
3: David Babner, who is uh, he does all the like b- the the fifth line five k Blue right, jackets fine. thing they do. He does the Cap City mar- half marathon. They do that, all kinds of road races, tons of them. I did the Crooked Shalela Shaleli, however we're saying that I did that this but year I just, for look, my I,
2: here's the thing. You get a medal it's fine i know but i just want to go and do it i don't want you to be like and now make a speech to everybody no 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 i'm no, not no. doing any no that. no no you're no it's a it's
3: a personal journey for yes, you you that's go out what I'm there doing. you do your three mile 3.1 3.1 miles and then we uh we go get a drink afterwards it's how about fine. that let's do okay. it all right i'll find I'm, a all, race. I'm all for it i'll
2: find a race and then you take me to the hospital <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, uh, crew. Yeah, I'll push you
2: towards that last mile. Don't worry, we'll get going. Crew playing in Montreal tomorrow night. You can hear that game on fourteen sixty ESPN because we'll still be in Ohio State programming. So. and the fans HD
3: two. Yes, that's right.
2: So if you have that on your radio, you can do that. And the fan app, for what it's worth, we'll have it. There, yes, all all, all, the, that, all, the, all the places. That. Yeah, except the main channel. Right. We'll have Buckeye stuff. uh Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan says Joe Burrow is in a good place. And they have a good plan for him to play week one against the Brownies. We expected as much when we saw him at practice this week. But now all the tidings coming out of the Natty are he should be good to go to face the Browns.
3: Well, that is, I will say this, because when he first stepped on the field, everyone's like, oh, he's back at practice. And then we saw some video and he was, I would say the video we saw showed limited mobility. Not that he was limping around, but that they just didn't have him doing a lot. Right. And maybe that's because the only part of practice that cameras were allowed in was when they are just warming up and not really doing a lot, which would make sense. But yeah, if, if now you have offensive coaching staff saying we have a plan for him to be ready for week one, that's about the
2: most encouraging news I think Bengals fans have heard so far. Uh, once upon a time, Tony Romo was hosting a fantasy football convention at a hotel that was owned by a casino. Even though there was no gambling on the property, oh right. The it NFL just, said,
0: yeah.
2: "Nope, can't have that there. That's a bad look." Okay, can be associated with gambling in that way. So Too that w- that was what less than ten years ago. That was, it was after he retired. Oh no, yeah. maybe not. Maybe he was still playing, but like it was towards the end. If well, he, he, if he was still way, playing, we were doing the show together. Yes, so it's less than ten years ago. Uh, now the Las Vegas Review Journal reports that uh, Super Bowl jackpot slot machines officially licensed NFL slot machines are in casinos <laughs> They have made their debut at casinos in Southern California, Oklahoma and Connecticut. They will show up in Vegas Arizona Florida, Massachusetts and Oregon later this month. I feel like we have just as a society in
3: general we have reached a a place, of cognitive dissonance that is so beyond the norm. The NFL having such a, you're literally now as we speak, suspending people for gambling, not on, not on the NFL. Some of them are getting suspended. Some players getting suspended for gambling on NFL games, which is, should be a no fly zone, should be bad. But if you're sitting at the team facility in your locker room in the middle of, I don't know, March or April or whatever, you're there for, for, the earliest time you're in the building and you are like i want to put some action on a baseball game 10 bucks send or you know buy this and do the thing that's getting guys suspended cuz they're betting at a facility that is attached to the NFL the NFL though can profit off of putting the NFL super bowl on a one arm bandit literally the thing that is known the most as being at any casino the way they get some money back to the casino those things tend to lean towards the house. I'm shocked that the NFL would be that tone deaf to say, yeah, we can do this and no one will even talk about it. First of it. all. But quite honestly,
2: who, it's not going to stop anybody from not, doing anything. It's not going to stop anybody. It's not
3: going to stop us from talking about the NFL. It's not going to stop right. people from going and, to the NFL they, games. And they know it.
2: They know that they're, they're cashing and checks. And by the way, Teddy, you're fired for putting this story in the prep, this Mike Florio story. Because it's, it's all about this, the slot machines. And, of course, Florio can't just write a story. He's got to put his Florio spin on it. Well, of course. All right, so here's his Florio spin on this story. It's another example of the NFL's inherent hypocrisy hypocrisy regarding gambling, a two-faced approach that make it difficult, if not impossible, to have any true moral authority regarding efforts to impose and to enforce gambling-related rules against players. Eventually, there will be a reckoning. Okay. Until then, the league will keep stuffing as much money as possible into its pockets. I'm not saying it's wrong, but of course, Florio has to make this big dramatic play about everything. And I'm sure if you were to go back in time and say to Florio 10 years ago, Hey, Florio, uh, you're going to totally sell out and sell your website to a big media oligarch in NBC and then be a shill on their programming. He'd say, I'd never do that. Right. Well, you've done it, buddy. Yeah. I I like how he positions himself. As the ultimate indie guy, and I'm going to tell you how it is. Not Indianapolis guy, but I know independent you yeah, guy, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean. I'm going to tell you how it is right when he is just as bad as entities like the nfl you're all hypocrites all right. of you
3: yeah again florio's position here of the nfl is just in it to make every last buck yeah now, so are you now let me please use profootballtalk.com to promote a book that has nothing to do with pro or football and just a book i wrote because i'm a writer and i like to write that to me was that's not great either florio my point, though, on the gambling thing, it, there's no reckoning coming. There's no yeah. What's the reckoning? No one's going to walk out of an NFL game because they're like, I didn't know they had slot machines. I'm out of here. It's just, it's just stupid. It's very short-sighted by the NFL to sit there and wag their finger at the players. The only thing that might happen is the players might be able to say, how can you punish gambling like this when you're involved so much in gambling? Please explain in the next CBA. But when does that come up? Like, Five years yeah, from now? they talk big about it's, it's it. Gonna t- it's going to take a long time before that happens. And who knows if there will be any
2: anything that comes from that. Probably nothing. How delusional are college football fan bases? Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on The Fan.
1: Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar & Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers.
5: Checking the live traffic cams. We are seeing an issue due to an accident 71 northbound after 670. Now, the two right lanes are blocked. Police are on scene, so use caution through here. Also, disabled vehicle 270 westbound at 71. That's over on the right berm, causing you to tap the brakes. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day, so head to Buffalo Wild Wings for Happy Hour today. Valid at participating locations, while supplies last. Dine in only, drink responsibly. I'm Stacey J for 97.1 The Fan Traffic.
0: Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Football Friday. So glad you've tuned in
2: three hours a day, every single day. If you can't make that commitment, we understand. Uh, maybe your eternal soul will rot in hell, but we understand.
3: I mean, So listen to the podcast. We understand your desire to apparently let us down. That I understand. Yeah. I guess you I guess you just really don't like us as much as we thought you did.
2: Go get the podcast wherever you get your audio. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. Click. Subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. The podcast is brought to you by our friends Care Heating and Cooling. Uh, by the way, if you enjoy the weekend show, which you normally hear from 10 to noon right here on the fan, uh, it's football season, which means that for the most part, unless it's a night game, is going away on Saturday on the radio but the weekend show will still drop in your podcast feed as scheduled every saturday that's right so go catch it
3: yeah and that's the uh that's how we know if you're a real fan of the show is if you go get the weekend show even that's when right. it's not on the radio that's that's we like to hear that
2: uh how delusional are college football fan bases so the athletic has put together their hope o meter for the season how optimistic are college football fans about their team they ask the athletic subscribers Are you optimistic or pessimistic about your favorite college football team? Um, A year ago, four fan bases, Cincinnati, Miami, USC, and Ohio State, had 100% optimism. Okay. Okay? This is just athletic subscribers who responded to this survey. 100% optimism. This year, there are nine Power Five teams, fan bases hmm. that have 100% optimism. Do you think Ohio State's one of them? No, you're right. They're not. We'll get to them in a second. Uh, Tennessee, 100% optimism. Kansas fans, let them live. Oh, 100% optimism. Wow. Well, you know what? They had a pretty good year last I mean, year. It's, so right, it's.
3: Like for them, it's optimism for them. is like, do we think we could have fun this year? We're not going to
2: get annihilated by everyone? Yes. That's, yeah. what I, that's what I mean. Um, Oregon, 100% optimism. Okay. Washington, 100% optimism. Wow. I wonder if that's because they're big 10 pounds. Well, it could be that. I mean, I know
3: Washington does have, uh, you know, trying to get every inch he can, Michael Penix, right? Fully extended yeah. and, trying and to both make things those, happen.
2: Both those schools can win the conference. Yeah. But I'm
3: saying they've got a I would say Michael Penix could be an outside Heisman candidate, right? Possibly work yeah. himself into that. Washington's been on the upswing. Now they're going to the Big Ten. That's
2: kind of a big deal. So yeah, maybe that's where the optimism comes from. Texas Tech, one hundred percent optimistic. Okay, Kansas State, one hundred percent optimistic. <laughs> Louisville, hundred percent optimistic. Wow, well, it's uh yeah, that's right. Is that did they just get Brom back? Am I wrong, or do they move on from Brom? I don't know. Uh, who cares? Duke. 100% optimistic. And oddly enough, Mississippi State, 100% optimistic.
3: I'm guessing most of these places fired a head coach last year. That's got to be what it is, right?
2: Because now maybe, it's like, it yeah, is. we got rid of the dummy. So now everything's looking up. Maybe. All right. Georgia, you know, Georgia has won back to back national champions. You would think they'd be 100% optimistic. They're not. 99.01% optimistic.
3: <laughs> You're the two-time champs. You got a chance to go 3 Pete for the first time in God knows how long in college football.
2: And it's like, yeah, we're mostly 99% still pretty good. Here's what surprises me about the next one on the list at 99% even optimistic. Penn State. Here's why I say that. I know this is the number seven team in the country. I know they're top 10. I know that they're excited that Sean Clifford is gone now and you can move on from him and perhaps grow that offense and Defense is good. I'm surprised, though, that 99% of the fan base is optimistic, being that you have a pretty tough time beating Michigan and Ohio State and really getting to that next level and getting in the playoffs. And until you see it, will you truly be optimistic? Here's where I could see their optimism, though, in
3: part. Uh, number one, when there's a quarterback that everyone believes in that is like hyped as the second coming and all this stuff, that tends to make your fan base feel good. When that guy was behind a quarterback that everyone felt had a limited ceiling and was holding your team back, that also is good. Like I said, they bring back, you know, a pretty good amount. They have good running game, good defense, all those things. The thing that I think we talked about this a little bit with uh, Adam Rittenberg yesterday, too, around the Big Ten. Mike Yurcich, who's their offensive coordinator at Penn State, um, he's supposedly everything that Sean Clifford did was not really what Mike Yurcich wants his offenses to do. Drew Aller is apparently a guy they think fits really well with what he wants. So from an offensive standpoint, if you feel like, yeah, we were 11-2 and last year and we were hindered by our quarterback who was dumb, now we got the quarterback fixed. All right. I, I'm just saying I can get there with a Penn State fan being optimistic. Still, I'm with you. You, Your optimism is tempered by the fact you have to play Ohio State and Michigan every single year. And until you've proven you can beat both those teams, it's, it's very hard to say, yeah, we're going to go
2: be a college football playoff team and possibly go win this thing. So their fan base, 99% optimistic. Then it's USC, 98.02%. All right. They were at 100% last year. Uh, Kentucky fans are very optimistic. Ninety-eight percent. LSU, ninety-eight percent. TCU, they were playing in the national championship last season. Ninety-eight percent. Utah, we saw them last night. Ninety-eight percent. Michigan, ninety-eight percent. Wisconsin just hired Luke Fickle. Ninety-six point zero eight percent. Then it's. I'm not going to go give you the percentages of all these teams. Right. Florida, Oklahoma, Auburn, Illinois, still haven't gotten to Ohio State yet. Notre Dame, Texas. Clemson, Arkansas, Pitt? Pitt, Alabama, UCF, Iowa. <laughs> and then we get to Ohio State. Wait. Iowa fans have more optimism for their
3: team. They've got Cade McNamara. They also have nepotism <laughs> <higher>. <laughs> Like I'm aware of it. They have an offensive
2: coordinator that they all hated. <laughs> and <laughs> You have Kirk Ferentz and they're going, I'm not firing him. He's great. (laughs) Who's your starting quarterback this year? Oh, it's a guy named nepotism, (laughs) right? (laughs) That's an interesting name. Nepotism. They had to build in a clause. The guy's
3: contract that says, if we don't average 26 points a game, we're going to have to demote this guy. Like that's that team has more optimism than Ohio state fans do this year, which by the way, you and I don't operate very well when it comes to our sports teams in the land of optimism. So I get it. I'm, I'm a bit nervous myself.
2: I'm just surprised that there are so many Buckeye fans that are in the same boat as us. Ninety-one percent of people say they're optimistic about Iowa, and ninety-one percent for Ohio State too. The pessimistic number is nine percent for right. Ohio State. And, and again, last year it was a hundred percent optimism. Um, they didn't ask me because I, 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 I guess I, if I was just given those two choices optimistic or pessimistic. I probably would have said optimistic. Well, that's fair. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of middle ground. There are things I'm worried about, but ultimately the, the fate of the program last year, if you were asking me, I'd probably stay
3: optimistic. I see. I'd love to know how they did this survey. Did they just say we asked them optimistic or pessimistic and that's it? Yes. Okay. Because if they had said rate your optimism on a sliding scale, zero to a hundred, hundred being the most optimistic, zero being the least, I could have myself at like a 75, 80, and again, it's not, do I think they're going to win 75, 80% of the games? I think they're going to win more than that. I have concerns about beating meat chicken. I have concerns right now about going on the road to Notre Dame. And I have concerns about this team ultimately being a playoff team again, until I see this quarterback situation develop until I see the defense improve until I see the offensive line for the first time. Like these are things that have me not as optimistic. But again, if you said I, I'm still 75%, 80% optimistic, that puts me in, yes, I'm optimistic about the season. I'm not down on the season. I think they're going to lose every game. I'm not at 0%. Yeah, I'm not at yeah. 25%. But yeah, I guess I'd have to say I'm optimistic, but not to the level of, man, I think they're just going to roll through
2: everybody. Not even close. Um, I was surprised to see Colorado only at 89.11% optimistic. Only because this team was so bad. And they were trending as the worst Power 5 team. Deion Sanders comes in, instantly puts the team on the radar in terms of, you know, you got a big nooner kick, you're turning over the, the roster. Now, maybe it doesn't work out, but I would assume this off season, I would think 100% of the fan base would be on board. Yeah. Well, then you I- m- wait till next year and see if it works.
3: Right. I, I'm with you. Most of the teams that we've heard of that had the 100%, they were teams that seemingly had some big change or something exciting. By the way, Jeff Brom, I had said earlier, I wasn't sure, he is the new head coach at Louisville. I thought that was the case, but in my head, I second-guessed it and thought maybe he had been there and got fired. Couldn't remember. Now we're good. But that's why. Thank, I, thanks
2: for clarifying. Well, that's I why was holding my
3: breath. That's why Louisville's optimistic, I'm telling you, because they just got Jeff Brom back in the fold. They're ready to go. All
2: right, here are the worst Fan bases in terms of optimism. Okay, uh, we're playing one of them tomorrow. <laughs> Indiana fans. Yeah, nine point four three percent optimistic, ninety point five seven percent pessimistic. That program's not in a good spot. And I look. I know we we say, oh, Indiana. They've been a tough out sometimes. They, they shouldn't be tomorrow. No, they should. This is be. not a good team. This is not a good program right now. In years past, they've been tricky, dicky. This should not be one of those games tomorrow. Northwestern, we know what they went through with Pat Fitzgerald and continue to go through with the hazing stuff. 3.92% optimistic, well, 96.08% pessimistic. They were a bad team last year that won,
3: if I'm not remembering this incorrectly, one game. One game. right? And then the coach who's been there for 20 years that everyone thought was like this great coach that would get them back, whatever, that guy now leaves because of, I mean, rightfully so, the hazing allegations are, you can't have that. But now, you that that all came down in the middle of the summer. So you haven't even gone out and gotten a bona fide coach. You have an assistant who's been promoted. And then uh, what what happened? They walked into first day of camp with the, like, you know, we support Pat Fitzgerald kind of message on their shirts. I don't blame those fans at all for saying we have zero optimism for this season. This sucks.
2: Uh, Virginia fans, 1.96% optimistic Yeesh. and 98.04% pessimistic. Virginia had to... Uh, Cut the season short last year because of the school shooting, right? I'm not misremembering that, right? I think you're correct. Uh, and But Stanford fans are the worst slash best. Hmm. 100% <laughs> pessimistic. Every Stanford fan that was asked said bad. Yeah, I, I can understand
3: why uh, Stanford is going through. I mean, not only are they not a good team, they are now going through a situation where conference upheaval probably at the time they asked this they're probably looking at pac 12 dissolving not knowing where they're going to play next year Mm -hmm. that doesn't bode well for the future of your program now at least they got the lifeline from the acc but they may not have known that when they took this survey
2: all right what are the buckeyes going to do tomorrow we'll talk about it next common man and t-bone on the fan
1: fan traffic sponsored by meister's bar and pizza home of the grand view browns backers
5: Disabled semi causing an issue on the west outer belt northbound at 70. It's over on the left berm of the west outer belt northbound, Rant 270. Now vehicles are assisting on scene, so use caution here. And traffic volumes building 33 eastbound. It's going to take you about about five minutes to move between 270 and Ebrite. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day, so head to Buffalo Wild Wings for Happy Hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. dine and only, drink responsibly. I'm Stacey J for 97.1 The Fan Traffic.
0: Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone football
2: friday the booze cart is out the sweatpants are on and i'm ready for football if you're ready for football buckeyes in indiana tomorrow 3 30 in bloomington our live coverage starts tomorrow morning at 10 a.m of course catch all the action right here on the fan on your home with the buckeyes if you're looking for crew tomorrow night they're on 1460 espn the fans hd2 the fan app or you can just stick your head outside and hear chris doran yell there you go By all, from, all the way from montreal
3: you know what uh who else you might hear yell all the way from montreal our guy neil sika who of course did television broadcast for the crew for many many years he got the call back from apple to go and do that broadcast so you if you again we love chris Dorn, you should listen to him here but if you are a crew fan and you would like to hear neil sika doing a crew game he's doing this one on apple tv tomorrow night so now you know by the way, I hope he's in a teal suit. Oh, I, <laughs> cause Let me he's, tell you. he's got one. When well, Neil's got a good wardrobe, right? He knows how oh, to dress. He's very flashy. Well, and and again, when he was doing it every single week, I mean, you have to keep that wardrobe. There's always got to be something fresh. Now, imagine you've developed that taste for clothing, where you've got to always freshen the wardrobe. And then you know he hasn't been on crew broadcasts. You know this year, he's going to show up. In perhaps
2: the best suit you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It's going to be incredible. I can't wait to find out what it is tomorrow. I'm Neil, looking forward Neil to it. Neil also can throw things into conversation that I can't get away with. And I feel like most people can't. Such as? You know, he, like, he was just casually, and it, it didn't sound derogatory. There was none of that because I think some people make it sound derogatory. But he just casually throw in, oh, yeah, me and my lady. Oh, I yeah. Can't, I can't. Like, if well, I said that, people would laugh at me. Well, he, but he's cooler than us. That's, I understand. I mean, Neil's got a certain, certain cadence. Like, I can't. oh, yeah,
3: me and my lady. Right. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Bo Bishop has that a little bit, too. Bo is a handsome man, and he uh, often refers to his wife as the blonde on his show. And that's just something I know I couldn't do, mostly because my wife's not blonde, and also I would get my ass beat if I did that. So I don't do it. But I do know that I think if you have a certain level of coolness... You can pass that. I can't. I'm not there. Last well,
2: like five days, Kristen.
3: My, my
0: stomach, stomach hurts
2: in the morning. I don't know what's wrong with me. I wake up. I take my vitamins. I have a tummy ache. First, I freaked out, and it's like, well, did you pee on the stick? I don't, I don't want. I don't want any more things popping out of the veg. But we're done with that. What a what a way you have with words you know I mean, what a delicate if it way happens, to put that then it'll you. be a bundle of joy that we'll <laughs> love and that's great sure i right? just i meant more the way you described it but sure to each their so own. she did piss on the stick and we're all good from that standpoint okay. but it's like well what's as you go through the day are you still feeling this way no i get better as the day go okay. all right what could it possibly be oh Maybe the fact that you're a grown ass woman, yet you still take about 92 million gummy vitamins every single morning. I took a picture and put it on Twitter today of all the vitamins that she takes in the morning. She virtually eats no breakfast. She's taken 42 million gummy vitamins. She doesn't drink enough water in the morning when she takes these vitamins. And I said, could this be why your stomach hurts?
0: No! It's
3: oh, not there's, that! That's a lot, that's a lot of, uh, it a is lot of vitamins. that. yeah. Well, I don't know that it is too many. It but- is. I do see that she does have a digestive and immune health, you know, uh,
2: pill that she's taken, which that's good, right? Or you would think that would help with the tummy. First aches. of all, those are my pills. Oh, I see. She the, the pills that you see are the ones that I take. And so she also takes them. All the gummies that you see is the crap that she bought. Okay. <laughs> she takes that
3: stuff. You're not a fan of gummies? No. Or, or not a fan of that many of the of the
2: vitamin gummies? I mean, I look, look at me. I'm fat. I'm lactating. Do I need extra sugar when I take vitamins? Well, I mean, okay, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna get it anyway. If it gets you to take the vitamin, that's the but thing. I'm, but I'm already. I take. I take. The, first of all, I eat a breakfast. Yeah, that's right? good too. I drink that's plenty good. of water. Yeah, water's good. Yeah. And I got. I got three vitamins that I take. I take a vitamin C tablet that I like chew. Okay, not a gummy, but just one of the chewable C's. I see. All right, got gotcha. Chewable C's. Yep, got it. Understood. I don't know why that's funny. I I don't know why it is either. I take the probiotic, which, by the way, Godsend. Oh, the probiotic. I I used to have issues with constipation. I know this is more information than you want, but guess what? I understand. You tuned into this show. I'm helping you every morning, like clockwork, same time. Oh, this Jamie, is, is Jamie Lee Curtis got you all you, fixed it's up. It's not yogurt. It's the, it's the probiotic. It's, it's the natural cultures. She brought the
3: probiotics maybe to your attention. Perhaps. Even if you were not.
2: I don't know. Yes, but I'm regular. I got no problems except when the hemorrhoids flare up. <laughs> that's not the probiotics problem. That's just me. Um, I take a multivitamin mm. and I take a vitamin D because the doctor says I need vitamin D even though I think that's just a big scam. But it's I take not. it. It's not
3: whatever. Uh, also, what is a scam is vitamin D that you take in a pill, effectively useless. So you should probably go outside. That's that's what well, I've that's what I've that's, that's what, what I was told. I, that's what I mean. That's what I've heard.
2: Is okay. you go outside, you get the vitamin D. Right. You drink and, and, the sunny again, D. That's just the vitamins. I mean, I have a whole host of psychosis pills that right. I take. Right. You know, I got that stuff that I take. I take allergy pills, stuff like that. But all the you know, I gotta take elderberry or edelberry, whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> Give me a shot of whiskey. She's She'd be a great Civil War doctor. Does she, does she like the
3: drink? Because I'm saying, I know that that's... I've seen that from people where they'll talk about like, oh, I don't put anything in my body that's not vegan. I only... Or, you know, I, I only... Eat stuff that is whole foods. I don't eat any processed anything. Yeah. First and of then, all, you're lying to yourself. And I know, but then those same people will be like, I'm sorry, you're putting McDonald's in your body? I don't know how you live like that. I only... Eat non-processed foods now if you'll excuse me it's vodka time and it's like i don't yeah no i don't kidding. know if you know this that's a processed food there's a literal distillation process yeah, like that occurs it. i like it too for what it's worth i'm just i'm not judgy about what goes in people's stomachs as much as maybe the person who's sitting there with the vegan thing on twitter saying i don't do well, that that's, that's not healthy uh, for
2: you we've had this conversation where it's my body's a temple, people. It's like your body's a garbage disposal. I'm not saying that you eat crap all the time, but your body is made oh. to filter out crap. That's what it's made for. By the way, what would be the
3: technical definition of a garbage disposal? What kind of product is that? That is a machine. I would love it if my body is a, an effective machine for processing things, like you just said. If it is a garbage disposal, good. I want that. I want my body to be able to like take right. stuff in, handle it, Get it out, and I don't like die instantly because of something I consume. That's a good thing, in my opinion. So,
2: yeah, I'm fine with it being a garbage disposal. That's nice. I like that. We have this conversational, and she she tells me it's not it. What happens is is she is, and I'm a routine person, but she is an ultimate routine person when it comes to meals because she's working all day. She's very busy. She eats the same thing every day. Okay. Yeah. So she takes the mountain of vitamins in the morning with not enough water and not enough food. Right. Which I think is bothering her that, stomach. That, that could be it. Because then the day goes on and she's she's fine. Um. She eats spinach salad and carrots for okay. lunch. Yeah. Every day. Okay. Every day. And so, you know, she'll do that every day. And then Saturday comes, we'll go out and have a lunch. Then she's got a stomach ache. Oh, sure.
3: And well, you've... Yeah. you've
2: for five days, you've trained your stomach to eat nothing but spinach and carrots. Yeah, so right. now you go eat something that's not that. Of course, it's going to bother your stomach. You got to vary it up a little bit during the week. I'm not saying eat unhealthily, healthily, healthy. Whatever you know, you know what I mean. You know, just trick trick your stomach a little bit. You know what's healthy is to
3: give yourself satisfaction. I'm not again. There's limits to that thea, that that idea, but in general. If you're hungry and you're going through the day miserable all the time, yeah, add a little bit more to the plate. Add some protein in there. Add, You know, whatever. Again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a health expert. I weigh 300 pounds. I'm just saying. Yeah, but you're you're fit. Well, you know what? Blood work, immaculate. (laughs) It is. I know. I'm not kidding. kidding. And that's genetics. It's some weird genetic thing where my blood pressure is great, even though I'm 300 pounds. I hate you for it. No, but I'm just telling you, like we should all just take a little step back and say all right if i got tummy issues and i'm eating this extreme diet maybe maybe just add a little more protein get a little more well-rounded in the food area
2: we'll be all right all right buckeyes tomorrow what are the buckeyes gonna do how's it gonna look we're gonna tell you coming up next common man and t-bone on the fan
1: fan traffic sponsored by meister's bar and pizza home of the grand view brown's backers
5: Still seeing taillights from an accident, 71 northbound after 670. Now, police are on scene, and that right lane is still blocked, and you are stop and go from 70. And a disabled vehicle causing a little bit of a delay, 270 westbound at 71. That is over on the right berm, so use caution here. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day, so head to Buffalo Wild Wings for Happy Hour today. bail it at participating locations while supplies last. Dine and only, drink responsibly. I'm Stacey J for 97.1, the fan Traffic.
0: Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone.
2: Happy football Friday. It's tool of the week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone971. Also text the burner phone, 614-787-3093. Buckeyes in Indiana tomorrow, 330 in Bloomington. Our coverage starts at 10 AM. Uh, which means no weekend show for us. It'll be just on the podcast feeds. Go get the podcast feed. Um I was pessimistic this week for most of the week. I don't know what happened this morning when I woke up, but I'm feeling better about things. Now, maybe tomorrow when I wake up, I'll feel completely different. And when I say better about things, don't mistake this. They're not going to lose tomorrow. Okay? No, I don't think so That's either. not going to happen. This Indiana team is not one of these plucky, all oh, watch out for him. This is a bad football program right now. Their fans know it. The media knows it. Tom Allen knows it. This is not a good program. Buckeyes are 30-point road favorites for a reason. Um, So when I talk about I'm feeling better about things, I'm talking about the overall outlook of the team. I understand. And not just what I'm going to see tomorrow. But, you know, I've, I've been on the fence about the quarterback position. I don't know who it should be, but I've been saying that if anybody was outstanding, then Ryan Day would have had an easy decision to make. Maybe you're saying to yourself, well, they were both outstanding, and that's why the decision was hard. Okay, maybe that's it. Ryan Day didn't sound like that was it. Um, and I don't, I don't think people who have seen a couple minutes of practice are really qualified either to say, yes, I know who should be the starting quarterback. But if you go back and just do the math, Kyle McCord's been in this offense for three years. He's familiar with Ryan Day. He knows what the hell he's doing. He's one of the top-rated quarterback prospects to ever come here, five-star guy. He has started here at Ohio State previously. This is his job. It should be his job. I just I hope that Ryan Day goes out tomorrow and gives him the leeway to make a few mistakes. Sure. Because I think the the biggest problem would be is if he overthrows a guy or he makes a bad read, holds on to the football too long, and he's constantly looking over his shoulder saying, All right, when is Devin Brown coming in? Because then that's not going to be good for anybody. It's not good for him. It's not good for Devin Brown when he comes in. Because then Devin Brown says, Wow, I have one series to make an impression. Right.
3: Well, and and that's the tough spot here is that you know, what they always say about leadership or or you know being the greatest or being the best is you can't be afraid to make mistakes. How are you going to do that when you have someone right behind you that you know if you make a couple... If, if that's the way it goes, right? If, if you make a couple mistakes and the coaching staff says, all right, we have to give Devin Brown a chance, that's what worries me. Is not really about this game, although this... I, you never know, right? You're on the road. I'm not saying the Buckeyes are losing it. I'm just saying, I hope this Indiana team is as bad as we all think they are. Um, more on that in a second. But... I hope also that the coaching staff is able to manage this, you know, very delicate situation of having two guys who want to play, neither of whom is separated. And now, if there are mistakes made, what do you do with that? How you handle that is going to define, I think, the rest of Ryan Day's coaching tenure here. Because if he gets that right, there's a good chance this team goes on and does great things. Obviously, defense has to be good, all that stuff. But if he screws this up, and if that coaching staff messes up this quarterback situation, you. That's what I don't want to see is then you drop a game early and then it's it snowballs out of there and suddenly we're having some bigger conversations and I hope we're not there yet. So I don't think that'll be tomorrow. I'm just saying no, that's not I hope be the groundwork for that doesn't get laid over the next few weeks and then suddenly we're at the Notre Dame game and it all comes home to roost. Do you know the funny, interesting thing about this uh, Hoosiers team? What? You know how uh, Deion Sanders had a horrible team and then brought in 51 guys mm-hmm. in the portal? Uh, one of the teams that probably brought in as many guys as anyone not named Deion Sanders is Indiana. They had 32 players in the portal that they brought in this year. They have 48 new players on this roster, only eight returning starters from last year, which is fourth fewest among FBS schools. All these stats from 11 Warriors, they had this today. So I'm just telling you, this Indiana team, as bad as they were last year, Tom Allen knows that. That's why he went out and asked for anyone he could get to come in and replace yeah. some of those terrible guys. I'm not saying that's going to magically turn them into a great team. I'm saying they have as many question marks. They have, they
2: have double the question marks this Ohio state team does make no mistake about that. I am choosing to believe that Kyle McCord will seize the day tomorrow. I think he's going to step up and put all my worries to rest at least you know for the time being. And put together a good performance. I think the offensive line will be solid. I would like to see a healthy RB1 stand up and say, "Yes, I'm your guy." You know, third and 2, you give it to me, I will give you those yards. We had flashes of that last year. Yeah, with a bunch yeah. of different guys. But I would lo- I know that you're going to have to share carries. This is modern-day college football. I get it. But at Ohio State, we're used to having that Stud guy that you can count on. List has been long. And I'd like to have Travion Henderson step up and be that guy again. Oh, I'd love to see that. I agree with you. Uh, one
3: other thing to keep an eye on for Indiana, their uh kick returner. I don't know if you remember this, uh Jalen Lucas. Yeah. He took back not one but two kickoffs last year for touchdowns. Only guy in college football to get more than one kick return last year.
2: So let's hope that there's, if, there's a way to eliminate that i i agree with you i'm, I'm just saying kick it a, out of the end zone i mean you know urban would do that more than ryan day but all, all coaches have this thought it's like yes i mean we could kick it out of the end zone but then they start 25 we don't want that no we do right with this yeah, yes with we this do. guy we do because yeah. then you have a zero percent chance of, of anything <laughs> bad happening to you on the kickoff return yeah I,
3: I this is the thing that tomorrow i'm not again i'm sounding like i'm getting nervous about this game i'm not I just don't want there to be other things that end up distracting from like the stuff they already have as distractions, right? You have a quarterback battle. You have a defense that's trying to prove itself. You have an offensive line that's got to come together. Running backs that have been injured. What I don't want that is like you end up kicking off to start the season off and the guy takes it back and now you're down seven, nothing. And you haven't even gotten the ball yet. That would not be great. I don't think for the no, start of the season of the zone.
2: You know what else I'd like to see Tomorrow. And Ryan Day's an offensive guy. He's very proud of the offense. He should be. But I think sometimes we, we get too in the weeds on things. I want to simplify. You have the best talent on the field. You've got two quarterbacks, regardless of who you think is the best quarterback, two of them that are inexperienced. Simplify things. Don't have them looking over seven seconds left on the play clock, and you got 15 assistant coaches there holding up signs and doing wheels on the bus. All right, yeah. so the hand yeah. motions. Is the, look, I, I get it. I understand you're changing things on the fly. Allow Kyle McCord time to take a breath and analyze what's in front of his face. Don't overwhelm him with too much information. I agree. This needs At least to be, not now.
3: No, it needs to be with this quarterback situation. I need to find out who can you know walk before you run, more or less. I know there's a version of that. It's college football. You still have to read and, and make throws and all that, but... I don't let's not roll out the Michigan game plan tomorrow, right? Let's have, let's have something that allows either player who gets in there
2: to execute at a high level. If they're locked in and then you evaluate from that. We'll talk about the Buckeye defense. Plus chiefs coach, Andy Reid gets help from the janitor details. Next common man and T-bone on the fan fan traffic
1: sponsored by Meister's bar and pizza home of the grand view Brown's backers.
5: A new accident to report, 71 southbound after 62, so prepare to slow. Also, still checking out that accident on the right berm, 71 southbound at 11th. It's going to be delayed about three to four minutes back from Weber. And ramp restrictions due to a disabled semi, 270 northbound at 70. That's on the left berm of the west outer belt uh, northbound ramp, 270. There are uh, vehicles assisting on scene, so use caution in this area. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples has great prices on everything you need for back to school. Right now, a 24-pack of Crayola crayons and comp books are just 50 cents each and select notebooks are just thirty-five cents each. In-store only offer ends nine sixteen. Limit thirty. School on. Save on at Staples. I'm Stacey J for ninety-seven point one. The Fan Traffic. If you only
4: have a four hundred one k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by three percent. You can do that. And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get three percent on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at robinhood.com/boost by April thirtieth. So. Subscription fees apply. Why? Investing involves risk. 3% match requires goal for one year from first match. Must
3: keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Hood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Huh?
0: The kings of local social media. Twitters and twatters. This is Common Man and t Football Friday.
2: It's also Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at manandbone971. Also text the burner phone. Even if it's not just a, a Twitter tool or a tool at all yeah just say hello to me we like that that's all i like naked pictures of uh... you just like naked pictures people that's all you want 614-787-3093 by the way mike before
3: you go any further i did have a little uh soccer related thing yep my guys sunderland in the uh, second division of english soccer uh hopefully they get promoted this year but whatever it's early in the season long way to go saw some sad news today from the team a guy who is an American player who's been with them for quite a few years, been up and down with them. Premier League, down to the third division, back up to the second division. My guy, he's getting transferred out to Stoke City, so no longer going to be with Sunderland. Just wanted to say goodbye to American legend for Sunderland, Lyndon Gooch! Gooch. Matt Kuchar Update. <laughs>
2: I guess we're going to here. I went cooch. I went gooch. gooch. Either way, is cooch playing golf this weekend?
6: They're not playing right now. The season ended. Well, that's you know, right. And yeah, Get ready for the Ryder Cup. Now. That's college, right. It's the Ryder Cup. Team. They announced the Ryder Cup team the other day, and Cooch did not make that. No, 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 no Ryder Cooch. That's coming up. Uh, it's over
3: in Italy. Over in uh, your hometown. Your hometown. My hometown. Yes, that's right, Teddy. (laughs) Italy is just America's largest town. Right. right. My hometown. In Italy. Italy. Italy is the town in Italy. Italy. It's America's largest town. Italy, Italy. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, just like local, local. We've done that. (laughs) Sure. Italy, Italy. Anyway, I just wanted to say goodbye to Lyndon Gooch. Yep. And uh, Sunderland tweeted this out. that said, thank you for everything, Gucci. Because... His name is Gooch. We have to it, lengthen it to get a You got a one-syllable
2: word. Let's make it a two-syllable word.
3: What are they, a hockey team? That's what everybody hey, does in hockey. Hey, you
0: there, Gucci. Yeah. Thank you, Ted. Thank you, Ted. You suck. Anyway.
2: We're talking about the Buckeyes. Buckeyes yeah. uh, getting ready for Indiana tomorrow. 3.30 is the kick time. Our live coverage starts at 10 a.m. right here on The Fan. Talked about the offense and how, I, I think, maybe stupidly, that Cal McCord's going to go out tomorrow and show you why he is... He was a five-star guy coming out of high school, show you that he's been in this offense for three years, and that he finally feels comfortable, and Ryan Day feels comfortable in him. Maybe I'm delusional, but I think we're going to see it tomorrow. Um, Defensively, last season, last offseason, I fell into the trap. Everybody talked about how this defense is going to be excellent, and Jim Knowles is here now, and Whispers of top-five defense, top-ten defense, and there are points last season where we saw improvement. However, when it mattered, we didn't. I mean, you talk about J.J. McCarthy in that Michigan game, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, hey, you can throw downfield. No, he can't. no, dude, the defense there, was bad and no let up There's no one big around his receiver for 20 yards. Of course he can throw downfield. He's a, he's a competent guy with an arm. If you give him his receiver 20 yards of space, if you lose someone in coverage, yeah, he's going to find it. He's going to throw downfield. Buckeyes made their own mistakes last year, whether it was just gaps in coverage, losing guys, getting in their own heads, over-pursuing, or... When you weren't losing guys in coverage, drawing that flag all the time. You know, that's why I said if in doubt against the Buckeye defense, throw the ball up in the air. Yeah. Because they're either going to lose it or they're going to interfere with you and you get a big penalty. From everything I've heard this offseason, he said, now the secondary is fixed. Even Ryan Day on Tuesday during his presser, he said, We're gonna we got nastiness. We're playing with intensity Great. in the secondary great i i hope you come out and you prove me wrong but as my friend boosh liked to say fool me
4: once there's an old saying in tennessee i know it's in texas probably in tennessee that says fool me once shame on shame on you
2: if fool me we can't get fooled again we've seen too many years of this buckeye defense I mean, most notably the last two, but uh, three, but it's just too many years of this Buckeye defense not living up to expectations. I got to see it in practice. Hopefully we'll start to see it tomorrow. Again, Indiana is bad. Circle that Notre Dame game. This is not the same Notre Dame team that came in here last year. Sam Hartman's actually a competent quarterback who can move the football. He will hurt you. If this defense is not ready, my knees are already shaking for that one.
3: No, and I'm the type of person that Go into this game. I'll be saying I don't want to see any big plays. I don't want to see any dumb penalties. I don't want to see any of that stuff. No, I, mean, I want to you're, see this. You're,
2: you're gonna get that. right.
3: But then when it happens, which undoubtedly there will be something, right? right? I mean, it, it happens. And then what my brain will do when it happens is like, well, hey, it's early. Got a lot of time to fix this. So All right. I, I acknowledge that it's wildly inconsistent. I acknowledge that my brain just tries to shield myself from bad Buckeye defense when it has happened the last few years and say. All we got to do is basically have that good defense three or four times this year and we'll win a national championship. But I would really like to see market improvement in the next in the next few weeks, right? I want to see this game look really good. I want to see the next two against vastly inferior competition look really good. And when you get to Notre Dame, that's a big measuring stick
2: and we'll find out if it's for real, but I'd like to see it start tomorrow. I'm ready though, man. You know, it seems like this offseason has been very long, but I say that every single offseason and You know, I'm ready for football tomorrow. Ryan Day is ready. You know, I I think he knows that he's got to go out there and prove himself. You can say 45 and six all you want to. This is the start of what could be the last go around the sun for Ryan Day as head football coach at Ohio State. Right. You know, and I'm not saying that's likely, but you got you got tough slate this year, man. You know, Georgia was talking about their schedule. Anybody who thinks our schedule's easy, you come play it. All right, I'll play it. Because I think it is easy compared to what Ohio State has to do this year. You got Notre Dame, you got Penn State, you got Wisconsin, you got Iowa, you got to go on the road to Michigan. That's tough. This is a tough schedule. Yeah, this this is a for me, if you had
3: everything like you had last year offensively, I'd feel a lot better about this season, about the schedule you have. The fact that you couple what uncertainties you have at quarterback with this defense that we still need to see improve, it does make me a little nervous for the season. I know a lot of Buckeye fans are like, don't worry, whoever's playing quarterback would be awesome. I hope so. I really do. I don't know which one I'm more worried about, though, quarterback or defense, but it's they're both very high right now. Also, Iowa's not in the schedule, so
2: oh, don't, don't listen well, to me.
3: Well, then, sorry.
2: But if they were, <laughs> it would be even tougher. Mm-hmm. How about that? uh we may soon get a look at big poppy's big poppy and the andy reed janitor story okay teddy teddy liked that tease you liked that didn't you teddy mm. big poppy's yeah, brian poppy. and i both uh, laughed at that right. just, lol i'm glad i could do something for you common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic
1: sponsored by meister's bar and pizza home of the grandview browns backers
5: a couple of moderate backups in the area 270 northbound between 33 and 70 it's about a five-minute delay in this area. Also, 70 eastbound is going to take you about eight minutes to move between James and Bryce. It's report, this report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only three to six bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day, so head to Buffalo Wild Wings for Happy Hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. dine and only, drink responsibly. I'm Stacey J for 97.1 The Fan Traffic.
0: Some fans drink the Kool-Aid. These guys drink the bleach. This is Man and Bone.
2: Happy Friday. Football Friday. Tool of the week Friday. My guys getting ready for Indiana 3.30 tomorrow right here on The Fan. I'll tell you what,
3: Mike. I know I'm ready for football because I have been watching. This summer has been the summer of viral online brawls in public places all right like we had the alabama boat dock situation where you had a couple people getting unruly with like a dock worker and then an entire boat full of people got those people and beat them up and i i watched that like dozens of times and then i watched this uh <laughs> the morgan wallen concert fight video if you haven't seen this with the porta johns with a bunch of women all in like boots and shorts and They're all there for a country music concert, and they start wailing on each other. What I'm saying is, I've seen a lot of physicality virally on the internet. I'm not actually, like, I'm ready for actual football now, where it's the kind of physicality we're allowed to watch
2: and enjoy. I'm looking at this uh, country music concert. If you haven't seen this, just look up... These girls are just beating the hell out of each other. Look up Morgan Wallen concert
3: fight, and you'll see it. So, to give you the scene, if you've not seen this, uh, it starts by a woman in a pink shirt. She approaches a woman in like a black tank top and sweater and they're arguing. And then the woman in the pink slaps something out of the woman's the other woman's hand and then they start grabbing each other, screaming at each other. The woman who got the stuff slapped out of her hand gets thrown into a portage by this woman in the pink blouse. And then a friend of hers jumps in and they start two of them beating up this one lady in the portage. <laughs> And it doesn't look good for the first lady who's got thrown into the porta john. Yeah, but who's, there's one girl that comes in, well, and just cleans house. Yes. So then, one of that woman's it appears, one of her friends, who the internet has dubbed Romper Stomper, because <laughs> she's wearing a romper. She comes in, pulls both the women off. The one woman who's being ganged up on pulls out the woman with the pink shirt. Gives her at least five or six straight punches to the face. And that woman is like, okay, I'm out. And she just throws her to the side. Jumps back in. Grabs the second woman. And I mean, it's a boot to the face. It, she slams her in the door.
2: She throws she her to the ground. kicking ass. By the way, I found her on Instagram. Yeah. What's what's De- the... Uh- Delaney DeSabado. Oh, let her live. Is her name. Just go on Instagram. Go D-D-I-S-A-B-A-T-O-40 on Instagram first of all she loves to show her breasts as they do
3: she you know what uh she's doing all right for she's, herself she's doing she, fine she for herself she has a lot of bikini posts on here show, yeah. oh here's a
2: nice ace picture for Timmy Timmy would like this one <laughs> but yeah. she's uh, uh she looks like a Penn State student is that was that oh she goes no, to she Penn State. goes to Penn I State didn't, <laughs> I did not know what you meant at first I was like is there a I thing I mean there's pictures of here at her at Beaver Stadium and Okay. Doing things when well, she's she, not this, showing her breasts and ace. This fight
3: happened at PNC Park. That's apparently where this concert was. So this was uh, Pittsburgh area. So yeah, okay. that would make sense if she's a Penn State student. Presumably she may live in the state of Pennsylvania when she's not at school. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, that she was the one that kind of made... I mean, that's, it's a bad situation. No one wants to fight in public. But if you're going to have a public fight, at least be the one who's not getting their ass whipped. And she was not. She was doing the
2: ass-whooping right there. She puts on the cowboy boots. Just saying. Oh, okay. I, Yes, she had cowboy boots they, on. They all had cowboy boots on.
3: They did. And it was... This is the type of fight, though, I'm saying, if you saw this on WWE, if you saw this in pro wrestling, you'd be like, well, that's pretty over the top. That doesn't happen in real life. This looks like one of those type of... Out of the ring brawls you see behind the scenes in WWE, like oh my god, they're fighting! Oh, they're in the Portageon! Like that, it's for real. This is not made up stuff. However, it occurs to me that if you wanted to go viral, and you knew how to like fake a fight, this would be a way to
2: do it. No, this they're get really, a lot of hot ladies in country out music other.
3: outfits to start acting like they're fighting, and maybe they're all in on it. I don't get that vibe though. No, from the, I this think was, they're
2: beating the hell out of this each looked,
3: other. This looked bad, and they, uh, I did. I did check. So far, no arrests. Okay, <laughs> I right. have not found anyone worthy of arrest yet here, so let them live.
2: Uh, Andy Reid, Chiefs coach, he has done it all. He was on a podcast with former defensive end Chris Long called "Green Light with Chris Long." Okay, all right. Uh, during the episode, he told Long about the time he used a play given to him by a janitor at the Green Bay Packers facility. Here's okay. a quote from Andy Reid. I took one, a play, from a janitor one time in Green Bay. We had a janitor. It was a mom and pop group that cleaned our facility forever, and they worked game day. This guy kept telling me he was the owner of the company and the father of the family. He goes, I got this play for you. He kept telling me this over and over. Finally, I said, okay, here's a card. Draw up the play. And he drew up the play, and I go, dang, that's pretty good. We called the play just before halftime, and it's scored. Wow. He says, as far as ideas go, we'll take it from anywhere. You know what? I hope that janitor got something. He, well, You know what he got? He
3: got the satisfaction to say, that's my play. Well, I, Andy I called my still, play you gotta and he this a guy like a
2: wad of money or something. You do? I, what yeah. is it, like a consultant fee or he's, something? Yeah, he's giving you a play that scored. Whatever happened to just... I
3: gave you something, you used it and I got the satisfaction of knowing it worked no, that's out well. His, that's his creative property. That I, you know what? Trademark. I don't disagree from a legal standpoint that you're 100% right, but I could understand if that guy was like, all I needed to do was see if it worked. That the pride that you take in, I I knew this play would work. I gave it to a I, NFL I'm just, head coach I'm just saying, and he made it happen.
2: You know, at the end of the season or Christmas bonus, all the all the people who work at the facility, they get they get envelopes with cash in them. Yeah. All right. Like right. A laundry people, and you know, these are people you count on, on in day to day life. Don't make a ton of money. Yeah. I would hope that Andy Reid put some cash in an oh, envelope sure. at least for Christmas or at the end of the season. Like, hey, man, thanks for the play. Right. That's fair. I can
3: see your point there because they're probably already doing something like that anyway. That's fine. I'm just saying, I bet that guy would tell you if you said, "Did you need to be paid for that?" He would say, "No. I, I was just
2: thrilled to see it in an NFL game and it worked." Uh, David Ortiz, Big Papi has revealed on social media that he is the victim of an alleged extortion attempt. In an Instagram video, he said hackers have gained access to his old phone and are threatening to leak its contents unless they receive payment. Oh, um, I'm not saying this is a good position to be in, but the only reason he's concerned about this is because he's got photos on there. Naked, big poppy. <laughs> Doing well, doing things to well, I, people. Who, who knows if that's exactly what it shooting is? Shooting roids up his cracky, You know, I, <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, you, is that what you do when you are shooting roids? I mean, I you're just be, like,
3: hey, selfie time. Bleh.
2: I would be Bleh. pissed off if someone had my phone just for the violation of privacy. But really, what they would find on it is just pictures of my daughter and I mean, I don't know. The right, yeah. There's not a ton on here. That, that text from me and Timmy Hall exchanging Instagram aces.
3: Yeah, right. But there's that's nothing not,
2: horrible on here that no, I, I want people to see. Yeah, I'm with you. Clearly, I, I Poppy's got some stuff on there.
3: I mean, I, I could understand, though, if you go to the police and say someone is extorting me. That is a crime. Like, it, yes, it's a crime it for is. someone to send a letter and say, if you don't pay this, I will do X or I will do Y. I'll do X. Well, you know what I mean. If you don't do X, I will do Y. That is that's extortion and it's illegal. I understand going to the cops about that. But you're right. Like the idea of if someone found my phone, I would just
2: be more frustrated with the idea that you thought you could do that. Let me ask you a question. I want you to be totally serious with me. Okay. Okay. No. 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 Listen to me. I'm listening. No. Sometimes right in the eye. No. Sometimes you. I know you're lying. Okay. Have you ever taped yourself doing naked things? I'm going to think about it
3: because my instant answer is no. I don't ever recall myself doing that. Are we counting inadvertent times where I was trying to open up my like photo app and I accidentally clicked a photo and got like my toe? No, where I'm like no, on the no, john. No, okay, no, I'm, not. I'm saying like I've done that <laughs> no. where it's like there's a picture of the bathroom floor and my foot, and I'm like, oh, oof. oh yeah, thank God that's did... T Bone's foot. No, but I'm saying like I realized, wow, I got to be careful opening up the camera here because no. I don't want to okay. accidentally take a photo so of anything. N- never, never. Even back when you were banging, never purposefully, never that I've Teddy.
2: been aware of, never. Teddy, Ted's the most perverted one here. Yeah. You have to be honest with me. Have you ever taped yourself? Only for my uh, show. Oh, for pervert tape? Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Just aside, for that. Aside from your fake show that really doesn't exist, but I but, wish did. No, I have okay, not. Okay, no. I haven't either. No. Well, why would you? Well, why would pe- any of but us? people do, is yes. what I'm saying. People, you know, It's you know, when you're in the moment sometimes, you're not thinking clearly. Sure. It's like, you know it would be good? And then if you get an equally crazy person, like,
0: yeah, that would be good.
2: Right. You know, then you set up the tripod and go to town or, well, you know, some hang people, the meat hook on the ceiling, whatever the hell you're doing. Some people bring their own tripod, Mike. You
4: know I, what I'm saying? I
3: understand. Right. I got you. Uh, that was a good one. Here's the other thing I will say, though. I'm not saying that that couldn't have ever happened in my life or that there wasn't a time where I wouldn't have possibly done that. What I am saying is I that's more of a situation of. Cell phone technology not being great at the times where I might have been in that headspace. There's no doubt
2: that I probably would have done it. Right. If I had today's technology back when I was really banging and stupid. That's what I mean. Stupid is the key word. Yeah. I think that's something. Maybe Bubba the Love Sponge taped you. (laughs) I'm saying. Blackmailing you.
3: By the time that it would have been feasible, like, oh yeah, this camera could actually take a really solid video. I was, like, married with kids. Yeah. So it was yeah. like, no, there's no chance of that. But if I had been single and out there and really just, you know, oh, look at me, how great I am, maybe. I, I can't deny the Temptation might have been there at some point. Never was that a thing
2: for me because the technology wasn't there. How about have you been out of town and maybe your significant other sends you a picture? Okay. Like, look what you're missing. Yeah. the picture, that happen? No, the pictures I get are like,
3: Look at how insane your children are! Yeah, get back as quickly as you can. Yeah, That's too. usually what I get
2: pictures of. Yeah, yeah. It's just Timmy. The- Timmy gets those pictures though. Oh, but does she's, he? She's doing another guy <laughs> in the in the pictures. Look what you're
3: missing! I've always said our profession is one that lends it for our spouses to cheat on us.
2: They know where we are. I mean,
3: yeah. If we're, Melissa we're not was like coming home right now, if Melissa was ever like, "I'm sick of this idiot," I'm going to show him. It's how like
2: do I know where he is. Turn on the, the radio, radio on.
3: And then immediately turn it back off because I'm sure it's not an aphrodisiac for anybody. Wouldn't that be the ultimate if they were oh, uh, doing well, we somebody had... else while listening to the show? Someone asked us that yesterday, and uh, was that a, yeah? It was a Would You Rather, and one of the Would You Rathers was watch whatever adult film you're watching in the background. It's your guy's show, audio live on the air while that is going on. And I said I wouldn't care because I, I wouldn't hear it. I hear the other, all the other noises that are happening, but picture your your wife
2: i don't know whoever she's got in the house with her uh he's not I? coming home Coming up to the bedroom yeah should i put on some mood music yep oh, yep yeah. chip yep yep flip, flip yep yeah.
3: flip. Flip.
0: Flip. Oh, yeah.
2: flip Dip. clip chip dip, dip, tips dip. 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 Ship. zip flip flip, Yeah. yep gift yep 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 flip, yep flip, 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 yep flip, 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 dip. Dip. flip. flip. Dip. Dip. flip. flip. Dip. Wow. That's a lot of them. Yeah, I forgot I how long. I forgot how long that whole oh, thing was. That was, that, was one, that was one week. Let me tell you. One week. <laughs> <laughs> that segment outlasted a lot of things in my life, Mike. I gotta tell you. Cal Ripkin, not the Iron Man, details next. Common man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
1: Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grand View Browns backers.
5: Well, the roads aren't that bad. It is Friday, so less people are out and about. But there is an accident 270 eastbound after 315. You are delayed a couple minutes from sawmill. Police are on the scene, so use caution. And another accident, 71 southbound after US-62, causing a slowdown there. This report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. It's a new name with savings of up to 25%, just like you're used to. So stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today at directauto.com. Savings vary. Terms apply. National General Group, Winston-Salem. I'm Stacey Jay for 97.1 The Fan Traffic.
4: Tax day is coming. Oh, no.
0: Fairly famous, incredibly stupid. Back to Man and Bone. Hey,
2: Football Friday, caller number 30, because the Buckeyes are favored by 30 tomorrow against Indiana. 614-821-9710 is a phone number. Caller 30 gets two tickets to Buckeye Country Superfest, where perhaps some hot girls in cowboy boots will beat the hell out of each other. Buckeye Country Superfest returns to Ohio Stadium on Saturday, June 22nd, 2024, with my guys, Zach Bryan, Billy Strings, Turnpike Troubadours, Charlie Crockett, and more. Love it. And Delaney DeSabato. (laughs) Pre-sale starts Thursday, September 7th at 10 a.m. with password Yeehaw, this is real, (laughs) Y e e h a w
3: yee I'll tell you what. If uh, a bunch of hot ladies decide they want to descend upon me and start trying to beat me up, I will just take it. I will just sit there and let it happen. Bang that all night. I got to tell you, I've never been be- never been beat up by hot ladies.
2: I don't know what that's like. I've never been... I was slapped in the face. Slapped in the face, huh? I was actually telling... Uh, Samantha likes to hear stories about when I got in trouble when I was a kid. Okay. Sure. Because she's such a good girl. And she likes to know that her father was a troublemaker but I I you know I don't glorify these stories I say that they I made bad choices and I learned from my mistakes and don't be stupid like dad sure you know learn f- learn from my mistakes you're gonna make your own and then learn from yours but don't be the same as me uh you know how sometimes when you I was the type of kid I was a good kid but I always was, was looking for the laugh yeah I know that's shocking to you <laughs> Started
3: I, started at an early right, age. With I, I
2: was you. looking for the laugh. I wanted to be the center of attention when it came to that. And sometimes I would say have things in my head that I thought were going to be funny, and then once they came out of the mouth, they were not funny. They were mean. Oh, sure. You know, there was yeah. this girl, Cindy Melka. Cindy, Mel- I remember her name. Not not Trevor Palka or whatever that guy's name was. What was that Daniel? Guy? Daniel, Daniel, not Daniel Trevor. God, I messed that no, up. No, Cindy. Palka. Palka melka okay uh she had very bad breath Mm. this particular day i had some mints in my pocket tic-tac something sure and i thought to myself i'm gonna make a big thing i'm gonna i'm gonna offer one of these mints and everybody's gonna laugh it's gonna be funny yeah sure instead what i said to her is cindy i took the mints out you need one of these mints because you have taken years off of my life with this breath (laughs) That's that's a little much. You could have just said, as, would you like a mint? No, no, no. As soon as the words flew out of my mouth, I heard them. Yeah. And I said, well, that's not funny. That's mean. No. You know, I mean, as soon not as good. they came out, and to her credit, like, I thought she was going to turn, cry, and run. Yeah. To her credit, she stood there, strong, reared back, and slapped me in the face. Good for her. And I deserved the slap. Yeah. That's, you know what? So that's the one time I was beaten up. Well, that and the S&M that my wife and I have every single <laughs> night, and she really gets into it, biting, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, That was the one time I got beaten up by a woman. See, I've
3: never, I've never, I don't think
2: I have that as a thing I would
3: enjoy, but I mean, many years ago, I've been married for a long time, and many years ago, my wife and I are, you know, we're a married couple at this point. What's going on? Well, I'm saying I, so what's, I... What's happening? No, I asked her. I said, hey, uh, just don't know if you've ever thought of this, but have you ever thought of, like, I don't know, you know... Sex adding a little, muscle chism. Right. Have you ever thought of, like, uh, tying me up and having your way with me? She's like, no, <laughs> never. And I was like, yeah, me neither, right? I've never thought of that. I, I don't know why anybody would want to do that. I've never thought of that at all. And we've never discussed that ever again. So, see, that's not ever going to happen. So, I'm just I'm just saying
2: I've, I would probably not like it. How do you know? But maybe she just sneak it in and see how it works sneak it in well just you know test out the waters dip your toe in where i'm just like i'm not oh, saying don't dive in like a cannonball honey look i've
3: accidentally handcuffed myself to the bed what are you talking about i'm
2: not saying that maybe just a little like playful hands around the neck i put her
3: hands on my neck and say oh what happened there yeah okay and just then see what playful and then she would instantly be like what are what are you doing that's what would happen, I think. Mm. And that's okay. That's you know, we gotta you gotta find the right uh, the right
2: pace for everyone. Sure. Me as a pace. Adam Sandler. <laughs> uh tool of the week is coming up at five thirty four. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone971. You can also text the burner phone, six one four seven eight seven three zero nine three. Buckeyes in Indiana tomorrow, three thirty in Bloomington. Our live coverage starts at ten AM. Kick is at 3.30. Of course, catch it right here on The Fan. If you're looking for the crew tomorrow night, crew in Montreal, you can hear that on 1460 ESPN, the fans HD2, the app, whatever. It will be there. Uh Cal Ripken is known as the Iron Man, but really, this guy, Chris, how is it Silent J? I think Makowski? so. Yeah, I think it's Makowski. Majowski? My guy. Mets radio engineer. I was reading this piece on MLB.com today. Has not missed a game since 1993. Let me tell you, that man has seen some atrocious baseball in his life, but let him live. He has engineered 4,763 consecutive games for Mets radio dating back to August 8th, 1993. He says he's living the dream. Missing a day of work is not an option. Well, it's not an option until you like get strep throat or something, but here's here's what he says. Right. I'm knocking on wood. I haven't had any illnesses or types of freak accidents. Thank goodness. I wrenched my knee pretty badly a few years back, but I hobbled around, kept parking myself in the back of the booth. I don't know if you want to chalk it up to dumb luck. I'm just showing up every day, and they don't tell me to go home. Sure.
3: And, and I admire the dedication to the craft that this guy has. I think it's incredible that you can do the same thing that many times over and over it's, it's not even akin to like, well, people stay married for 50 years or, or people work the same job for 40 years. It's like working the same job is one thing. I've seen a little bit of what it takes to set up and tear down for a radio broadcast. I've seen what it takes to like be a part of a live broadcast. It's a lot of work and to do the same thing like this guy has since 1993. And it's, I'm sure he gets paid well. He is not someone who is living like the guys who he helps get on the air.
2: They are making
3: 10 times what he makes. Actually, I don't know
2: why you said you assume he's paid well, because I'm sure he's not.
3: No, no, no. I'm assuming he's making a
2: living in New York City that's a decent amount of money for most people. He does other things. Let me tell you what else he does. He's an all-purpose radio engineer. Want a job here? (laughs) Working all the games for St. John's University basketball and the New York Giants. He also has time to work home games for other New York teams like the Knicks and Rangers. Wow. Mikowski also does some public address announcing for football and basketball games at Fordham University, his alma mater. Oh my gosh. So let him live. Man. I mean, the guy also apparently has a great calendar app to be able to keep track of
3: all this. Let him live. I, you know what? I would have missed a shift just because of confusion. I would have been like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was supposed to be at Fordham tonight and I was actually supposed to be at the Mets game. My bad. Tool of the Week
2: is up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan.
0: Fan traffic.
1: Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers.
5: We're seeing brake lights, 70 westbound at front. That's due to an accident on the right berm causing a delay there. And speaking of delays, 70 eastbound. There's an accident also on the left berm here. It's after James. So... Expect traffic to slow in this area. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only three to six bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day, so head to Buffalo Wild Wings for Happy Hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dine in only, drink responsibly. I'm Stacy J for 97.1 The Fan Traffic.
0: Common Man and T-Bone present.
1: Tool of the Week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den.
0: The
2: best tool according to these tools. It's a $50 gift card to the Walrus. The Walrus, your downtown home for sports with 24 mega TVs. All right, Bone. I'm ready. Uh, Let's go with Jordan
0: Speakeys,
3: who says, uh, my double-sided dildaroonies. John Simon. My Tool of the Week is people who consider guacamole a condiment. Because it's clearly a dip. Yep. I read that it's the most popular condiment in the world. Hashtag GTH. Yeah, that's right. That's that's not a condiment. You are right to say GTH to that.
5: I don't consider it a
3: condiment. not a condiment. It has been used in that capacity. Like if you get certain, I don't know, like a club sandwich, they might say, and we spread a little guacamole on there to do our little take on on something. But no, it doesn't make it a condiment. To me, that is a dip. 100%. I'm with you eye Butt says, "My guys, Bam Chilvers. My tool of the week is everyone thinking Mike said the f word. He clearly said what sounds like hawk with a th at the beginning, possible sign of a stroke, but not a swear. Also, T Bone for goading him into ragging on poor Jerry. Get outside and enjoy the weather this weekend. Gth. There's nothing to enjoy. It can be too hot. Oh, on Jerry, Jerry, uh, our weather guy, Jerry Marts. Yeah, Jerry Marts. There yeah. we go. Uh, Jeff's gentleman sausage says, "My, <laughs> my, <laughs> what? my." T-H curse. Uh, I'm what just what trying to say what I very said. slowly right. <laughs> Ben Hartsock My tool of the week is the guy who got arrested outside of the portage john I was in All of a sudden I hear a car come to a sudden stop and a voice yelling Put the weapon down I didn't want to walk out and get shot And I didn't want to get shot in a crapper Luckily it all calmed down what a very calm way to describe what probably was the most terrifying Man, moment of your of your life. And then Jeez. Delaney
2: DeSabado came over. Yeah, and she
3: cleaned house. That's right. Uh, Annie Hockhausen says, "My guys, Vladel Ross." My tool of the week is the NHL on TNT schedule. Colorado featured eight times, Pittsburgh seven times, Buffalo seven times. Even effing Seattle gets four times, and they are in the Winter Classic. CBJ can't get one game. Oh, by the way, small market Columbus is bigger than all of those cities. Buffalo gets seven, seven times? games? Get out Look, of here. Look, you can
2: make a case for, well, the Penguins weren't any good, but it's still the Pittsburgh market, so we're going to put them on. Buffalo? Yeah,
3: but also, he's not wrong. Like We are bigger than a lot of those markets as far as the total distinct market area, like how big it gets out here, because Marion still counts. Delaware, Zanesville, those are places that will tune in. I'm just saying. Whatever. Jackets are huge in Marion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah baby. Huge. That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> boat loads of Jizhorn camp, says my guys. Mike Nugent. My tool of the week. Our dogs are having some allergies and needing some medicine along with other things they need to stay healthy. Costing me a grand in one trip. Get a job. Hashtag Corgi life. Yeah, Corgis, hey man, I bet. Little, you're, expensive you're little dogs. Scoop it
2: up. Oh, I, by the way, speaking of the Yapper dogs, the queen loves her Corgis, remember? So. Rimmer called me uh, earlier this week and the dogs were having a
0: fit
3: well maybe they were they aware were they sensing a hurricane coming through and they were like we got to get
2: to that didn't hit that side oh, of the okay. state i don't know where they i'm just saying know. the dogs were having a fit and rimmer was having none of it oh what was, like, was he doing shut up shut up you and he was calling him by name you look at me eye contact look at me it's like he was caesar <laughs> milan
3: well then five minutes look after. Five minutes after you get off the phone, he had the sausage in his mouth and was like, I'm so sorry, Pookie. Come right. here. And then, you know. I had
2: to put on a big show for the phone man, but <laughs> I here's the gif again. I've rubbed it on.
0: Phone man.
2: Uh,
3: Justin Heisman says, My soap stealing fiends. Steve Belisari. My tool of the week are smoking neighbors only when it's nice out and everyone has open windows. Thanks for the tobacco scent filling my home, you tool. Yeah, that would stink if you're, you know, doing that. Well, when you're outside and you got the windows open, yeah, I get that. Uh, Chip Dip says, "My hose, Ray Small. My tool of the week is Nebraska. Was a wonderful moment for volleyball when Nebraska broke all those attendance records. But one of those records was held by Nationwide Arena for the 2021 Volleyball National Championship. Of course, of
2: course, Dip. I'm
3: jealous and wish we could hold a game in the shoe hashtag GTH. Well, why can't Chip Dip? Maybe someday we will. Yep. Uh, Spencer says, my guys.
0: Tyler Everett.
3: I'm the tool this week. I give Degenerate T-Bone a lot of grief on here, but I introduced myself to him at the crew game Saturday, and he was very kind to oh, me. Oh, stop a it. A complete stranger, my guy. P.S. Paige Davis was the host of Trading Spaces, a prominent childhood crush of mine. That's who I was that's thinking right, of. Paige
2: Davis. Paige Davis. But Sabrina Soto was on that show.
3: Yes. She but, was one of the designers on that show. That's right. But, uh... Page Davis, I'm just going to double check. How's she doing? Alive? Uh, she's alive. Okay, so there we go. That's good. What's her age? Uh, she is like 53 years young. Let her live. Oh, that's not bad.
0: Yeah, good for her.
3: I'm going to agree. It's with you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let's go to Greg, the engineer's fire department. Uh, that's good. Who says, my 5K walkers.
0: Ryan Hamby.
3: Greg, the engineer's fire department, is a better way to read that. My Tool of the Week is me for winning a gift card nine months ago for a tweet I sent and not noticing until recently that I had a DM from Ted about it to claim the prize. Hashtag check X more often. That's right. Joe Burrow's burner says, my gentleman.
0: Brandon Sane.
3: My Tool of the Week is common, man. (laughs) I... (laughs) I saw him at Come and Go, and when I tased him in the nuts, no. he did not, in fact, like it. <laughs> no, <laughs> There you go. Uh, Chet, I don't like that name. Stop. I know you don't, but he he put it in there. I had to read it. Chet Hanks says, my armor hot dogs. Brandon Jones. I like that. My tool of the week is the jackass who thought it was a good idea to grab a bottle of bubbly and spray it all over the dance floor at a wedding I was at this past weekend. Nothing like being hot, sweaty, and covered in sticky goo. You are not the show, bud. Hashtag GTH. Hashtag double bird. Yeah, not good. Don't do that. Uh Owen two says my guys. Maurice Hall. My Duel of the week is T Bone. I put in a degenerate T bone parlay, more like degenerative L bone. Next Thursday I'm doing the reverse of what
2: he says. Oh, please no, no, no. please do. No, That's the tool fine. the tool is you. Don't listen to T Bone's degenerate picks. I mean, I'm, he's the worst. I'm asked to make the picks. I didn't I know say they you're were asked good. to make it. We we got to have
3: Teddy have a segment. That's fine. Let's called I, idiot savant with Teddy. Let Teddy let Teddy do it. That's with fine. The rain with me. man of gambling. Uh, Jeffrey says, "My guys, Chimney Chiqua." Don't tell Jeffrey. My tool of the week is Disney. Day before football, they decide to pull channels from Spectrum. This weekend, at least I have no ESPN. My ten year old has no Nat Geo. My two year old has no Disney. If only there were some sports bar I could go to to watch sports and get away from crying kids and wife. Hashtag fu. Well, I will add, I think it's Spectrum that pulled them off or they, whatever. The point is, they're both in a fight. So,
2: well, whatever. He's, he's angry. Sucks. Let him be angry. Uh, I'm just saying.
3: I'm what just doing. He's like,
0: technically. I'm ar- just saying who spe- cares? Spectrum
3: sucks too. They what I'm all saying. suck. Uh, Sean says, definitely tools of the week have to be Spectrum and Disney, see, for taking away most of our college football due to their greed and ineptitude to get something done about it. That's right. Uh, DJ says the tool of the week is a person who made gooch, not a valid word in Scrabble. Yes. I didn't know that was a thing. You can't use gooch in Scrabble? Why not? Because well, it's not a word. It is a word. No? No. Okay. But what is it? Use yeah. it in a sentence. My, I don't know. My, my gooch hurts? Yeah, my gooch my gooch is sore. Right? To coach. I think that's what uh, Mike Shevsky once said here. My gooch is sore. Uh-huh. No. Uh, Bub says, my guys. Excuse me. Tool of the Week is CM Punk of AEW who is currently suspended. Again? Well, he started real fights backstage that are better than his matches in the ring. How old is this guy? Like 12? Well, instead of its clobbering time, it should be its locker room brawling backstage fighting tool time. Hashtag back when I was banging. Put a camera back there. Maybe it'll be better than the stuff in the ring. Teddy, am I wrong that... This has been a thing with him where he is so toxic. They have another show on Saturdays that he's on. Yeah. And all the, like, Young Bucks and Hangman Page and who else is there? The the big guy. Kenny, Kenny Omega. Omega yeah. They're all on the Wednesday show. Yes. He's on the other one. And they have, like, dueling But belts. he's still starting fights on the Saturday show. Well, now he's starting fights. Well, that fights was with... at the pay-per-view or the uh, whatever. Yes, the, at the, their big pay-per-view, pay-per-view they yeah. just did. Yeah, so where they right. were bringing everybody together. But, yeah, it's good. Uh, let's see. One more here. Where'd it go? Uh, Bruin Company says, my radio never miss work, guys. Excuse me. I'd like to say I'm the tool of the week. I took a job back in corporate America, which I hate. I have to dress up. I have to hold in my farts. And I can't listen to you. Please pray no. for me and hire me. Why
2: can't you Why can't you listen to us? Because
3: he's working at corporate America. So what,
2: what's the difference? Put well, got of got your a your butt in. we got a
3: podcast. Well, maybe they don't let him. But podcasts are available whenever you do get off of work so you can listen to us. But I understand. That right, still a, sucks. And I'm sorry. I gotta look for it. Hang on, I'm trying to find the one that I liked the most. Oh, you know what? I felt bad for Justin who had the smoking neighbors. That's no smoking. I like that he put the word tabacky and spelled it out in here. So that's there you go.
2: Good. I like it's
3: it's old timey. Yes, tabacky.
2: Yeah. Uh, What's his name? Justin. Justin.
0: I'm just a common.
2: It's a $50 gift card to The Walrus. The Walrus, your downtown home for sports with 24 mega TVs. You know that Timmy Hall is doing play by play for high school football tonight? Yeah, that's right. I do. So
4: don't miss that. She
2: came up and kind of slapped it and touched it like that. Mm
3: -hmm. By the way, I went on Paige Davis' Instagram, and funny enough, her and uh, Delana DeSabado or whatever are fighting on her Instagram. Oh, really? (laughs) No. I wish they were Delaney. De Delaney, Sabado. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Delaney DeSabato. De I'm sorry. And
2: her brestuses.
3: <laughs> hey, she be. shows them. I, yes, I'm just laughing. She can in how private, you refer her account anytime she wants. I'm laughing in how you refer to them as breastices, which I think
2: is a funny well, way I, to say I that. I feel like, you know, that's. I don't know why. I feel like that's more acceptable than just like, hey man, take a look at these tees. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? Well, it's it like, is, oh, hey is Yes,
3: I mean you could just say say breasts. I could, but I don't know. You're right. That does sound like an insurance salesman, like, and you've insured your breasts. Like, it just doesn't (laughs) sound like something that's like <laughs> right fun and whimsical hey, it everybody. sounds like we're talking about medical insurance I,
2: I do it i do it for my parts too like hey pee pee, <laughs> <Hey. laughs>
3: dong you know Sack, I don't, you're Rasaki, yeah, right sack-y. yes right yeah i, yeah, I, I don't know it. i just yeah. i
2: feel like it's better that way yeah it is back page coming up common man and t-bone on the fan
1: fan traffic sponsored by meister's bar and pizza home of the grand view brown's backers
5: Checking the live traffic cams. There are a few areas with longer delays than you want. 270 northbound between 33 and 70. It's about 10 minutes in that area. Also delayed 33 eastbound between 270 and Gender that delay is growing near about 7 minutes here and 70 eastbound is going to take you about 9 minutes to move between James and Bryce. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Buffalo Wild Wings happy hour has beer, cocktails and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dine and only. Drink responsibly. I'm Stacey J for 97.1 The Fan Traffic.
2: Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show live from, where is he, Gehanna tonight? Your friend and
3: mine. That's right,
2: yeah. Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, my
6: football Friday lovers. Are you guys as excited for football as I am?
3: I
2: am super excited to go home, crack open a bottle of wine, Mm. and listen to you do play by play high school football tonight right here on The Fan.
6: Yeah, it's gonna be fun. We got a big crew out here. DeVere Posey will be calling the game with us. Top of the hour, seven o'clock, Olin Tanji Liberty, and Gehanna Lincoln, and this is a brand new football stadium. Brand new football stadium. And I just saw Dom Tabari and this guy. I promised I give him twenty seconds, Adam King, who went to Gehanna High School and just walks tall around here. I'm surprised to see people treat you so well, Adam. Well, it's just, it's nice to see that people can actually be nice after what I deal with at 97.1 The Fan. I mean, when, when I'm walking around those hallways, Common Man just gives me a shove into the lockers every now and, if and then. If we had lockers, we certainly would trap you in one. I I believe it. And honestly, that's understandably so. Timmy, you got to admit, it's a, a beautiful new stadium. They've been out, been out here, and... Uh, you're going to get a plaque, the first man to ever call a game in this stadium. Yeah, yep. And that's our time, Adam. Ah, you win yep. some, you lose most. Thanks a lot, buddy. It was an honor.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, we we saw Adam out who, here, who, and who's hosting this show? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, what the hell's going
2: on? What just happened? We're just sitting There's here like a and these two, or something. these two just did another We're show. the guy's vamping over there. Like, what the hell's going on?
6: <laughs> I have no idea. Timmy, man. did they did I they, have they no mention? Idea.
3: He's not wrong, though. You are doing a historic thing because Gehanna just rebuilt that stadium and you're going to be right. the first person calling a game there. How do you feel about yeah. that?
6: They, it, it's gonna be fun, man, because Gehanna's got a great football program right now. Uh, their coach, Bruce Ward, his son's playing quarterback, and he's a stud looking guy. He's six foot two and 220 pounds. He can really sling it, he can run, and uh, everybody looks excited out here, ready to break this place in. And it's just a whole new era for the school district out here, too, because they're, They're going away with the the football stadium itself. I think someone told me it was 95 years old, and so that's gone. And then the high school, that is going to get rebuilt, and that's going to be in the spot where the old stadium was. You can already see the construction of where they're laying the groundwork for the school.
2: Oh, wow. All right, Tim. Thanks for that. Okay, man. (laughs) Love you, guys. Love love you, Tim. I'll be sending you some texts later. Very nice. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Is
3: it all going to be... Zoological you, in nature. No, no, no. Okay, We're
2: we're done with that.
3: Okay, good.
2: Yes, I'm glad to know that was just a phase. <laughs> uh, high school football. Buckeye show is coming up at Buckeye six o'clock.
0: Show. <laughs> hey, Oddman hey,
2: Burke. Buckeye show. Huh? Buckeye show six o'clock. High school football six thirty. Now it's back page. The,
0: <laughs> the Backpage.
2: The back with Common Man
1: and T Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call one eight hundred Cooling Bone. Uh, well, man, how about? fast food
3: breakfast sandwiches all day long.
2: That's what everyone should do. They
3: used to do that. Some places are doing it. And McDonald's, they don't do it anymore. Well, you know who's got your back on this? White Castle. White Castle has been doing breakfast sandwiches for breakfast, for breakfast and all times, for a while here. They, though, have a new creation that I am very tempted to go try out right as soon as we get out of here today. And that is, they have a French toast breakfast slider Mm. now we have french toast sticks some places do that like burger king i think has those and you have mcdonald's has the mcgriddle which is pancakes and some syrup built into the pancake which i approve of that's great these though are little french toast slices on top of that you can get egg cheese and then your choice of bacon or sausage i would try one of each personally
2: and that's available all day why is it always your choice of bacon or sausage Oh, why not have both? What is it that we can't put those two meats together?
3: I guess they assume it's the same thing like, well, would you want a burger or a chicken sandwich? It's like, well, why can't I have both? I think they just want to split it up so you have a choice of meat. Because you have two pork products. Choice of meat. It's a choice Uh, of... uh, All right,
2: here's my choice. Both.
3: (laughs) Right. Thank you. I do agree with you, though. When you go especially to a breakfast place that offers like a platter of food and they're like, and for the meat? It's like, I want... All those breakfast meats you have, put them all on there.
2: I want sausage, I, mean, look, I want bacon. It takes one person. Like, once upon a time, no one had ever thought about putting bacon on a cheeseburger before. Right. A&W did that. They were oh, the first yeah. They were the first restaurant to do it. Say, hey, bacon on the cheeseburger. And then people took a bite, and it's like, genius, why haven't we we've been doing this? Sausage and bacon together on the same breakfast sandwich. Mm. Let's make it happen. Yeah.
3: I agree with you, and I can't wait to try it. The other thing I was going to tell you very quickly because she hasn't made enough money this year. Taylor Swift, her Eras Tour concert film, coming to AMC theaters across the U.S., Canada, and Mexico, starting on October 13th. So if you couldn't get into the concert, Kristen's going. So is Melissa, uh, Samantha. So and she's taking our girls too. That's right. Yep. Yep. All right. Taylor Swift is making a bajillion
2: dollars, folks. Whatever. Let her live. Let her live is right. All right. uh, It's Football Friday. Thank you so much for joining us. I don't know why I'm ending the show like this. Buckeye show is next. High school football at 630. Buckeyes in Bloomington for Indiana tomorrow. Our live coverage starts at 10 a.m. And we are working Monday. Maybe it's a holiday for you, but we're going to be here with a live show on Monday, breaking everything down. Talk to you then. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
1: Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers.
5: Just a couple accidents to deal with, and then you're home free. 70 westbound at front, there's an accident on the right berm, having you tap the brakes there. Also, 71 southbound after 62, there's an accident causing a slowdown in the area. And an accident on the left firm, 70 eastbound after James, so use caution in that area. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. you do anything to keep your vehicle happy. Let's make sure it stays running smoothly with eBay's guaranteed fit. The right parts are just a click away. When you see the green check, you know that part will fit. Get the right parts at the right prices, ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm Stacey J for 97.1 The Fan Traffic.
0: This, 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 it's a fan action update. A nice full weekend of action in college football. It continues tonight. Michigan State's a 14 point favorite over Central Michigan. Miami Florida is giving 16 and a half to Miami of Ohio.
2: Then tomorrow, Ohio State is giving 30 points to Indiana. The first half line is the Buckeyes
0: minus 18 and a half. The Ohio State team total points for tomorrow is over under 44 and a half. The over under for the game's 59 and a half. For your action update, I'm Scotty Vegas, broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios.
1: Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com.
0: WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus.